0: Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: What oh, is Matt Mosley? The Matt Mosley Show, live from the world-famous Baylor Club. And uh, so much going on today. It's good to see John Morris. Fun to talk to him about the SWC Hall of Fame luncheon over there at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame today. The great Terry Teagle. I mean, I, I would have thought uh, Terry had gone in about 30 years ago, but uh, how cool is that? Maybe they just needed the timing to be right and Terry to be in the mood, but he was in town today, celebrated, and uh, John came from over there. Um, I know John also last night had the uh, uh, Nicky and Scott Drew, and so he's he has been on the treadmill, but uh, SWC, um, that was uh, my youth, and, and uh, that's what I—that's the conference that we all remember and love, and those SWC basketball tournaments were unreal, and of course, Terry Teagle was in the middle of that, and our good friend Jim Howler, and Terry, and, and Pat Nunley, I'm sure, um, I think John said, was over there today, and so some of... Uh, Terry's former teammates and from that team I remember um, I think it was Mike battle there was a player last name Gallardo um, I mean th- th- those those were fun t- uh, Jay Shakir uh, James Stern from Waxahachie, these were the names of my childhood and um, f- today uh, celebrating that and uh, what a neat deal the A portion of that moderated and handled by uh, JMO and uh, Terry Teagle. Uh, I don't know if there was ever – there might have been better players, of course, in terms of what they would go on to do in their NBA career. And he had a nice NBA career. But in terms of a shot maker, um, you could hang all over him. You could rough him up. You could do anything you wanted. There was no way to shut down Terry Teagle. He was going to walk into the gym – and get his 24 points, and then move on about his business. Now, he, on some of those teams, he kind of had to do a lot of it himself. Now, Pat was in there throwing in 10 to 12 points himself, uh, but uh, what, a, what a deal that was, and what a time uh, of our lives that was. Um, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, and very cool. I was walking in here, and... ESPN Central Texas Special is being offered over here at the uh, Baylor Club. That is complimentary dues for October and November. That's a great value. And the initiation fee value will be given back in certificates to the club. Uh, Stylish collection of workspaces, um, uh, the uh, sweeping stadium views, and then, of course, across the street over there, you can see the new Foster Pavilion going up. I say it's going up. It's already gone up, and uh, it's an amazing thing to, uh, to behold. So lots of fun stuff out here, and uh, I just I like walking in here. I like grabbing my Waco Trib. Looks like uh, Saturday's feature was on Isaiah Hankins, all right, the kicker for the Bears. I'll have to read that. Zach Smith, the uh, beat writer, Uh, putting that together but um, very interesting because there's another story also about Monterey Baldwin embracing his leadership role and I don't even think that was totally the case a few weeks ago they were a little worried about Monterey and even as this season has kind of tanked out uh, two and four with the Bears Monterey has been a breath of fresh air and kind of a silver lining in this the way he's handled himself and gone about his business now Big one planned today, and the guests just kind of continue to roll in. I, I Aaron, I kind of left us. Uh, uh, I, I mean, this is go, You're going to be shocked because they're just we just keep adding them. Um, I and generally, you know, we like to not be a guest-heavy show, but when you get the big hitters, you know, you got to take them. Eric Nadel, the legendary voice of the Rangers, at five o'clock today. Fran Fraschilla at 520, the voice of the Big 12 on ESPN, and he was in town visiting with Scott Drew and his team. Uh, Glenn Moore at 420, the Baylor softball, getting ready for a huge event tonight that I'll be attending called Dinner on the Diamond. That's Dinner on the Diamond, and you can still, there may still be a few seats available, last I looked, uh, if you want to attend that event with me We'll kind of put you in touch with the right folks. And the Baylor softball website, if you can just find that, all the details are there. And that dinner is tonight. I'm going to be right over there. they got an unbelievable guest speaker lined up. And then just a minute ago, our Baylor men's golf program just went off today uh, in in the last couple of days in Hockley, Texas, outside Houston uh, at the uh, uh, Houston Oaks Golf Club and just went on a tear and have been great in their uh, match play event. And they made it all the way to the final where they finally ran up. They they ran up against the University of Texas, and they lost today, this morning. But still, pretty amazing performance in match play by the uh, Bears. And so that's going to happen at 4 o'clock, Aaron. We'll have Mike McGraw. We'll do a review, Aaron, this first break because... A lot of this was happening as I was getting ready to come on today. So if you're, if you're trying to schedule out your day, Baylor golf at 4, Baylor softball at 420, uh, Rangers baseball with Eric Nadell at 5 o'clock, Fran Fraschilla, the national legendary voice from ESPN on all things uh, uh, in the Big 12, he will join us at 520. He's headed toward Lubbock. From Fort Worth, and he said he needed to get us in before he made it to the Cracker Barrel in Abilene. If you can imagine uh, our our man Fran Frischilla stopping at the Cracker Barrel, and that, I think that will uh, happen. I love a good Cracker Barrel. I like the shopping area out front, some knickknacks that uh, sometimes I find myself somewhat interested in. Uh, the uh, Aaron, let's let's go ahead and do this. It, it kind of was happening. Uh, as, uh, as we were getting ready to go on the air today. Um, I know John had a lot of stuff lined up from last night, so my gut tells me he didn't get to break this down too much. Let's get a, uh, let's get some breaking news. Uh, it, it, it involves Big 12 basketball. Let's get a break. There it is. We step into the ESPN Central Texas newsroom. The Kansas Jayhawks men's basketball program and Coach Bill Self won't face any additional serious punishment stemming from the FBI's 2017 investigation into college basketball. This according to the independent resolution panel that ruled Wednesday. So again, the, uh, the, 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 what everybody should have learned is you fight the NCAA all the way Maybe take a couple of weeks, self-imposed penalties, and you're going to be okay. Um, They will have to vacate its 2018 Final Four appearance and wins that season due to Silvio de Souza's participation. Now, what does that mean? Oh, my gosh, they'll have to have the banner taken down. They will not have their 2018 Final Four banner hanging at Fog Allen anymore. Of course, nobody cares because they went on to win a national title a few seasons later. Bears win one, of course, not long after that. Uh, And uh, uh, they were not given, the main thing is they were not given a postseason ban. And Self and assistant coach Curtis Townsend will face no further suspension. They had self-imposed some sanctions last November, suspending Self and Townsend for the first four games last year. Uh, also, they were barred from off-campus recruiting for four months from April through July 2022. This, of course, is a joke. And this is the way you do business now. You go hard. You go right at the NCAA. You stonewall them. And then you don't mess around. Uh, so that is the breaking news on the uh, on the Kansas front. Um, John McCrell, Aaron John McCrell is joining us now as we speak. And boy, it's a good thing, uh, uh, John. We've just we've got guests lining up to be with us today. Guest at 4, guest at 420, guest at 5, guest at 520. And, and much like yourself, these are all big name type guests. Uh, John, this is, uh, this is a fun time, always. Uh, our monthly visits to you, we, I look through October. Can you hear me fine, John? Are you? Oh, you're not. Let's hear. Let's hear your voice real quick and see how you sound. Do you? Are you hearing that at all, Aaron? Okay. We'll. Uh, I've got one mic on. Let's try this one. Let's try this mic. Um, John. Oh. Okay. Hold on here. I'm gonna. Oh, I think I just needed to turn you up. All right. All right, John. Now talk to us. John. John McCrell. Go ahead. How's everybody today? That's him, right, Aaron? You have him there. Oh, we do have you. Okay, oh, good. Good. That required me to really hit some buttons. I don't want to take any credit here, but just uh, some really, some really quick <laughs> it work. Like really intense, oh, uh, very intense uh, technical producing technical on the fly by Mosley. <laughs> when I left my own devices, we're in big trouble. Uh, but a Aaron, monster. Aaron's got us. Uh, John, now I see you out at these games at the Baylor games. You all have a nice presence for everybody as they're walking into.
2: I, I'm, so I'm sure we to, are in the tailgate area. Yeah. Uh, provide stuff for our members as they're walking around, and then also uh, out there to discuss membership with any of our Central Texas friends that are interested in the Baylor Club that happen to be at the game that day.
1: I'm always curious do you, do you have a fair amount of people who sign up out there yes, and sir. just join right there on the fly? Like, hey, this would be a good time Absolutely. for me to make a commitment.
2: Yes, about two to, we, we usually uh, get about two to five new
1: members mm. uh, per game. What churches would take that? A lot of yes, churches would sure. take that with membership. <laughs> Lots
2: of happy parents here at the game with their kiddo. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's one of a, one of the avenues we have is that non-resident membership. But yeah. Anybody outside of a 50-mile radius of the club, uh, we have a value-based membership. Uh, it's $55 a month for the entire family.
1: By the way, the first person to come in today and at least kind of look around and inquire about membership will give a Nathaniel Lowe – Bobblehead doll. Is that Love Nathaniel it. Lowe? Because he, Rangers are obviously hot right now and going to the NLCS. He's the Silver Slugger award winning Rangers first baseman, Nathaniel Lowe. He hit a bomb last night. Uh, he knocked one out of there. Look at that mustache he has in that when <laughs> he won his Silver Slugger award. Uh, John, are you. Uh, don't say it if you're an Astros fan. We do not want to hear that. But uh, are you, uh, at least, but we have, we have Astros Rangers possibility. Astros will be playing today. Yes, and if they win that, they will play the Rangers in the ALCS. Where does your baseball fandom? Uh, lie and, and have you been taking in some of these playoffs? Uh,
2: I haven't been able to take in too much. Uh, I got a eight year old son that started flag football this season, so mm-hmm. uh, he and my nine year old daughter keep me pretty busy. Um, and I I might have grown up in a different area of the country. Uh, the Fort Hood brought me here to Central Texas, and so that's uh-huh. how I got here. Um, so I'll I'll claim both teams. So yeah, I don't have to claim the Dodgers because that is where I grew up and spent some s- seasons.
1: Now the Dodgers were down. And I don't want to bring up a bad subject. They were down 2-0 when I last checked on that series against the Diamondbacks. Are they going again tonight, or have we ended that? I was just trying to remember.
2: Sure
1: <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> I think uh, I know they were trailing in that one uh, uh, 2-0. Gotcha. Uh, and and so of course, best of five. So uh, some of this some of this will be going on. Uh, tonight as the uh, the Dodgers but again you you've had a lot of fun with the Dodgers because they won the World Series I think pandemic year in fact here in or in Arlington they played that World Series there and uh, Clayton Kershaw able to finally break through although with no fans so that was kind of a bummer uh for that okay uh events coming up um this, all these are kind a of big fun. annual event uh, yeah. coming
2: up this Thursday is our smoking meats on the patio. Nice. So culinary teams break out some big green eggs. And Mike Mosel, our general manager, goes out there and, and uh, kind of instructs them because he's such a uh, pit master. But they're going to be mm-hmm. smoking briskets and sausage and, and ribs. And there will be some cold beer and cold drinks out there. So that's a great time. Uh, myself and Devin, my colleague, we're going to be hosting the uh, Waco uh, Hispanic Leadership Council uh, happy hour. Going to have about 300 guests. Um, so lots of stuff going on. There's some whiskey tastings and, of course, yeah. Halloween's around the corner and all kind of good stuff. So, I noticed I decided, uh, there was
1: like a whiskey salesman in here earlier nice or sir. something, and, and and you're kind of one of your big-time whiskey connoisseurs slash bartenders. And, and he was doing everything above board, your so bartenders, of course, of course. obviously. But he you do have to at least sniff it, right, and, right. and know what the product you're going to serve, and you'll be happy to know it was kind of like a communion. Type just uh, a, yeah, just a splash, barely just, little splash, just, just a little disc okay you won't we won 't see the bartender falling falling over uh, later, but uh, a lot of cool stuff in fact, uh, next Friday the twentieth, I was seeing the passport dinner. Italy I'm sure that's a whole Italian thing and for those of us that have been to Italy that's a real fun thing and I'm sure you all have all sorts of opportunities to kind of think about the old world and we'll kind of turn this into little Italy Uh, I'm adding all these things uh, you you like that okay and then (laughs) name that tune music trivia so those are some fun
2: things that we do in our uh, anytime lounge uh, happy hour time frame uh, with our complimentary hors d'oeuvres just kind of have fun kick back with your friends add a little extra layer of of quality time here in the here in the club,
1: yeah. The, 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 and we just have every time we come here, we we have a, a a great time. And then the other thing is, in addition to you got some cool workspace, yes sir, that people can rent out and have beautiful views of like either downtown or you can. kind of, I'm sure you could go out there and work Absolutely. a little bit and look Absolutely. in the stadium. We have
2: folks that sit out on the patio, we have uh-huh. some soft seating out there, lounge style stuff. And uh, overlook the stadium while they do a little work. And then we have our touchdown rooms, and uh, those will seats accommodate a group of four, have uh, audio visual equipment in them, and those are part of uh, Baylor Club membership as well. And then one floor below the club is an area that's a co-working space, has office, printer, fax yeah. machine, all that kind of good stuff, co-working booths, community tables. So um, always places available for you to come to the club, whether it's to come have a great time or need to get a little work done. Yeah.
1: And in beautiful, like, ballrooms. I mean, Absolutely. right through that wall, I think, is a great ballroom. There's yeah, one exactly upstairs. Right there, and so I've been to some of these events. So, And then, of course, a Halloween, the Boo Brunch coming up on the 29th. And uh, there's just a lot of homecoming activities, everything Absolutely. you can imagine. Does that make you feel more or less hip kind of about yourself when you see that we have the exact same pants on? Like, does that make you think, hey, I'm I'm like shopping I'm at the right yes. places? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. After I mean,
2: everything you said about old world, new world, Italian, uh, uh-huh. I tell you, yes, I definitely feel like I am a cultured gentleman wearing pants like you. Man,
1: I wondered back there today. I just missed it, by the way, but I kind of was peeking back there to see if I could still scare something up. But a grilled cheese, the grilled cheese buffet, or make your own grilled cheese. That's a that's a great concept. Yes, sir. Almost up there with the. The mashed potato stations. I All like. Right. I like a good mashed potato station situation, <laughs> yes, and y'all tend to do things like that. John, sure. thank you. Um, and, and if you think you me, of sir. something, as I'll be here until six o'clock, gotcha. so you have until six to. Uh, to come over mosley i forgot right. to say this that's right uh or even just go. hop on with me at any time
2: that's right so espn listeners come check out the club we always do complimentary tours and lunch take about an hour at the most but yes if you uh mention the mosley show uh if you decide to join whatever your initiation fee value is we will give it back to you double, whoa because we always love to have espn radio and matt mosley with us
1: wow that john appreciate that john mccrell membership uh, director here uh, at the at the Baylor Club, and always done, doing a beautiful job. All right, we're gonna we got a huge day planned for you. Um, we we had the Kansas breaking news with Kansas basketball. Uh, more Cowboys news starting to f- come out today. We got injury news for you. We got Jerry. We have some stuff that's going to make you laugh about the Cowboys and some of the questions that are being asked of Jerry already five games into this season. Let's talk a little Cowboys. We'll do it next live for the Baylor Club on the Mosley Show.
3: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
0: Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call WIT Financial Group today at 254-723-5471. That's 254-723-5471. WIT Financial Group, located in Waco. Don't wait. Call
4: today. Are you just another number to your insurance provider? Look no further than the flux. Cole, Michael, Derek, and Javen are local independent brokers. And with over 50 trusted companies in their network, they'll find you unbeatable rates for auto, homeowners, life, and even commercial insurance. Why settle for one-size-fits-all insurance? Text QUOTE to 214-838-5236. QUOTE to 214-838-5236. Let the flock take you under their wing. A dynamic team with Goosehead Insurance. Your trusted choice for
5: personalized coverage. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and
6: cracks in your walls,
5: the Foundation Doctor will make
7: a
6: house call.
8: Did you know, now is a great time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also
9: have a state-of-the-art service, and body shop, and a full line parts department with factory trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car
8: at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values.
3: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntexsportsfan.com. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for
10: safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands, Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com.
11: At Bush's Chicken, we start each day thinking of ways to better serve our customers. Our special cooking technique ensures great-tasting chicken and tenders. Plus, all the sides are prepared fresh each day. We take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by a Bush's Chicken near you.
13: First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you.
8: Some restrictions apply. Equal Housing Lender. Member NCUA.
3: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas Live for the Baylor Club. Love our little perch over here in the bar and uh, in a really cool bar it is. the anytime uh, bar and grill here at the Baylor Club. and so much going on in fact, uh, Man, I think John McCrill just announced the Mosley Special that your initiation fee like comes back to you twice somehow. If you go ahead and join today, then the complimentary dues for October and November. So that's double the initiation fee value kind of coming back to you plus the complimentary dues for October and November. Ask for the Mosley Special. Uh, or also the ESP Central Texas special. They will also honor the John Morris special. They'll honor the Ward White special. They did they did say they would not honor the Drake Toll special. Aaron, they <laughs> said <laughs> they said that would have has expired. Now Drake was in the middle of things out here today, and he and Cam both dressed up, both looking nice, both uh, uh taking part, buying some food out here perhaps on Mr. Tacker's uh, ledger, but uh, doing some great things out here. And uh, we've been here, we're going to take it 12 to 6 today. And uh, and this is a big time we're having. And, of course, our daily uh, radio begins at 11 a.m. with the press box. Ward White's, uh, and Lark Smith get it going at 11. Aaron, you know, I just uh, – I guess Lark works alone. So Aaron said, you know what, I'll start at noon every day. And, of course, he has to start way earlier than that. But Aaron is broadcasting each day from 12 to 6. But come by and say hi at the Baylor Club. And the first person to come up here and uh, stop in, I'll just – I'll give you this Nathaniel Lowe bobblehead doll. He hit a big home run last night and just – uh, and Aaron, did you kind of see uh, Lowe's reaction to that? It was just kind of like, "Thank goodness, finally!" <laughs> yes. Um, and you know, he's he. Or I think in the in the wild card, um, best of three series, I think he hit a home run or a solo home run in that series, perhaps. But it was funny to see his reaction. This is a bobblehead doll that would honor. Kind of his Silver Slugger Award. And uh, he's got his mustache and the whole thing. Love Nathaniel Lowe, loved the celebration last night. Bochi, liked hearing from him. I like, I, I just, I, there's something about the tone of his voice, the richness of his voice. He's a fun guy to listen to. He, you always feel like when Bochi's in charge, everything's going to be okay. And of course, Aaron, as as only the Rangers can do, it was like seven to one, and Rauldus loads the bases, and you're like, oh, geez, home run here! You're you know you only got seven five lead, and you're doing the math on it, not feeling as great, and um, they they bring <laughs> to bring in Leclerc, Aaron. How how many? T- I mean, it's been so awesome to watch. The Rangers just kind of run through everybody and just beat the heck out of Baltimore. But how funny is it? I mean, it's funny now. It could be awful if it if it backfires on them. But that Leclerc, the closer, keeps having to pitch in these non. Well, is it high leverage or non-leverage? Is it? It's not really high leverage when you're up seven-one and the bases are loaded, but it feels a little bit. It's almost like simulated high leverage, and they keep having to. He keeps having to come out of there. That that, uh, and I told you we do the Cowboys. I, I just feel like right now we cannot do enough Rangers. Uh, Drake Toll was representing our station at the game. I don't know if that's what he intended to do, but that's the way I see it. He was up there with a couple of his ATO buddies. They got tickets. were up kind of behind home plate. appeared to have some pretty nice seats. They were up there a little high, but they could oversee everything. And I kind of liked where they were, and then the the deafening crowd noise when Seeger hit the solo home run, and then of course later the three run homer that Adolis Garcia hit. Just a wall of sound seemed to come out of that place. The red towels, everything that was going on. What a uh, what a moment that was for this organization and the Rangers. And I was so glad that Young Drake was there. Aaron, as a Uh, When I was about Drake's age, I think I was in law school, so I was 22, 23 years old, and that first Rangers playoff run, I couldn't stand it. I needed to be there, Uh, and and I got my family tickets, and we uh, probably on my dad's credit card. I don't know. But anyway, we got tickets, and um, we did one of those years, Aaron, not to get too far into this story, but one time I got tickets, and I think it was a Rangers playoffs circa 1995 or 96, and we got there to the game, and we were sit- sitting there and had really good tickets. I got them through Texas Tickets. I remember the name of the ticket, uh, you know, like the secondary ticket. They used to have these ticket shops, and I'm pretty sure it was called Texas Tickets, and Aaron, we're... We're sitting there, and then some other people show up, and they go, hey, we've got these same tickets. And I had been sold fraudulent tickets from one of these uh, secondary ticket folks kind of deal. I, I saw it happening in New York to some buddies of mine for that Baylor Suite 16. Where they bought tickets outside, they got in there to use them. They spent like thousands of dollars on the tickets right outside Madison Square Garden, and they and they got in there uh, to. Uh, I don't know if they want me saying their names, the Browning family, and it absolutely uh, they they were fraudulent. So it does happen from time to time. But Aaron, you can imagine a young Mosley so excited to have delivered tickets for my family. And it turns out they were they were fraudulent tickets that I'd been sold. And and when that happens, there's no there's not much recourse. You're like, well, are they going to put us in a different part of the ballpark? Or what, 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 I mean, like they kind of almost look at you like you've done something wrong. And then uh, I, I can't remember exactly what we did. I think we were just kind of so uh, absolutely like kind of uh, embarrassed about the situation. We left and got dinner somewhere else and watched the game off-site. So that, that was one of my first Rangers playoffs. Now, the rest of them, I was at all the World Series and at the ALCS, both of them, and the ALDS because I was on radio in Dallas, and so we were traveling to all that. But uh, some fun times over the years. And, Aaron, that, that, uh, didn't that look amazing on TV? And they closed the roof last night. And and from what we can tell, the sound of that place was off the charts. I, I, I think sometimes it takes fans a little while to really turn a brand-new facility. I'm, I'm thinking about the Foster Pavilion that's going to open uh, for Baylor. I think it takes a little while to just kind of get everybody comfortable. Like, I don't think early on, and maybe even still – AT&T Stadium is a tough place for opposing teams to play because it's, it's got so much eye candy and bells and whistles, everybody's just kind of staring around looking at things a lot of the time. Um, but that globe life last night, Aaron, I'd have to say that looked like an enormous home field advantage, and the, the, the wall of sound that would hit when big things happen, like those home runs was pretty dang impressive
14: yeah it was definitely deafeningly loud mm-hmm. <laughs> for more than a few moments, but especially the Seeger home run to open up the scoring, uh, Bombies home run, obviously the big difference in the game and then when they when they clinched, I've never heard a Rangers ballpark that loud, and it was on TV and you could tell
6: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah i. <laughs> The only comparison from just a volume standpoint, I I had some great and I actually got to take this in as a fan because my buddy Elmore, but two thousand ten, they're playing the Yankees and I guess that was the ALCS to get into the World Series and Feliz to end the game strikes out Arod, I think. I think it was Arod yes. was up. Him and what's that?
14: Caught him looking. Struck him out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and the place went nuts. That it might one of those games. It might have been the same game. Colby was starting, and there were some awesome moments where he had a couple of big strikeouts. But I was sitting in the stands that day at the old ballpark, and and that blew me away. Being a part of that and. Uh, those were exciting, very, very exciting times on so many fronts. I can remember even being at Baylor football, and J-Mo's a big Rangers fan, big baseball fan, and like even when there would be a Rangers rain delay or, whatever, or excuse me, a Baylor uh, lightning delay, we jumped on the radio and started talking about the Rangers being in the World Series and all of that. It was Baylor versus K-State, as I recall it, and uh, K-State probably had... I don't know, it might have been Colin Klein. I don't know who was quarterback, but anyway, about that time. Now, more Rangers news. Um, Max Scherzer will throw a simulated game today, and we're monitoring that. There's a good chance it's already happened, and is pretty optimistic about his situation for the ALCS. Apparently, Aaron, one of the reporters, Evan Grant for the Morning News, saw him yesterday and like he, he Scherzer was so excited after the game that he started shaking the reporter around like a rag doll. Now Aaron, if you've seen Evan Grant, that's not a that's not a guy, <laughs> yeah, that you that you shake around like a ragdoll. He's and a Scher- larger guy.
14: Yeah. Scherzer's a big dude.
1: I guess so. But Scherzer is uh, was very excited. Scherzer was quoted saying After the game, everything felt normal, normal today. Kind of used normal twice. This was best-case scenario. I can come out here Wednesday, today, throw a simulated game in a controlled environment and build up more arm strength. When asked if he was optimistic he could be ready for the ALCS, Scherzer indicated he felt stronger than just optimistic. Scherzer, who has a pair of Cy Young awards to his name, has been out with that strained, Terrace uh, major muscle behind his right shoulder since September 12th. Um, so he's made great progress. And obviously if he and or um, John Gray could come back, It would allow them to move one or both of Haney and Dunning into strict bullpen roles to further reinforce what has been the team's biggest weakness. Now, Aaron, if they come back and are ready to go, especially Scherzer, it's going to start begging the question, do you use him? Like, how's the best way to work him back? You've got to get him back up to speed and get his pitch count up. I mean, I guess the only way to use him He's as a starter, but in the playoffs, you pull out whatever and everything you can. So I wouldn't be totally opposed to using him out of the bullpen, but I think in his mind at least, if he's ready to go, it would be as a starter, and that's probably appropriate. I just, I just think of it's all hands on deck and how great a weapon – Scherzer, and even Gray would be coming out of the bullpen. They already have right now Heaney. And they keep winning these series so quickly that they're able to reset and have Montgomery and Ivaldi back ready to go again. So that's huge that they have because those are two guys that need to start in the ALCS, and then you'll fill in around them, and that would be Hopefully, Scherzer and maybe even Gray. Wow. I would keep Dunning certainly in the mix. All right, it is time for something we call the NFL Blitz. It is next.
3: Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central
15: Texas. The La Vega Coaches Show with Don Hyde is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, First Central Credit Union.
16: The La Vega Pirates Open District play with a 56-20 to win over Waxahachie Live. Coach, what was working on offense to score the most points of the season for your team?
17: Oh, I think our kids just did a really good job up front blocking their different looks. and the quarterback did a great job of reading the the key. And, of course, Bryson did a fabulous job once he got the ball in his hands. And, and Javadon did a great job when he kept the ball. And so, you know, we mixed in enough passing game to keep them all balanced. And the kids just had a really good night. Was there anyone on defense that
16: stood out with their play on Friday?
17: Uh, We played a lot of kids defensively Friday night. We were able to get, get a little bit of a lead get a lot of kids in the game, and, uh, you know, we did some things well, and then we, we blew some things all, all, at other times. So, uh, once again, we're just still trying to improve defensively and, and keep up with our offense and scoring a lot of points. Get anything special out of special teams play against the Mustangs? No, we gave up the kickoff return for a touchdown, which never makes you very happy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we got We got to clean some things up in that regard as well. I thought our kicker did a really good job
16: kicking the football for us, and so uh, we got to improve uh, in special teams as well. Well, this week you renew a local rivalry by traveling to China Spring. What's the key for Pirates win on
17: Friday? Uh, They're a really good football team. Uh, Coach Beatty's done a fabulous job over there taking over for Coach Bell uh, last year winning the state championship after Coach Bell won one the year before. And so... You know, they're they're very talented. They're very – the quarterback, uh, McCollum, is an uh, unbelievable talent throwing the football, and uh, the Martin kid at running back does a great job of, of running when he give him the, when, they, when they give him the ball. the receiving receiving is really talented, run great routes. Chris, offensive line does a fabulous job protecting, them. and, of course, defensively over there, they're always getting after people. So, you know, uh, we're, we're going to play extremely well and, and clean up some things we've made mistakes in the past to,
3: to have a chance over there. ESPN Central Texas.
15: Do for
13: you. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you.
8: Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member in
18: Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best chicken in communities where we're
19: located. People love our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every
8: day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of various
18: schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best.
19: i'm joe kaleo
20: businesses are driven by vision and passion and we share that drive we aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition together let's bring your vision to life
12: kaleo wealth management group is a central texas team at ubs financial services inc member finra sipc for our client relationship summary disclosures please visit ubs.com slash relationship summary
13: Family-owned and operated, L&V Auto Repair goes the extra mile to make sure the job is done right the first time. L&V Auto Repair services all makes and models, and they specialize in air conditioning service, suspension repair, brakes, cooling systems, transmission, and total engine replacement. They will perform a complete diagnosis of your problem so you will know how much the repair will cost before they even turn a wrench. Open six days a week, including Saturday 8 until 1, L&V Auto Repair, 1000 North Loop Drive, Waco 254-235-3885 my house has a new glow i love my windows universal windows direct
8: now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years they have financing options to fit any budget that's any budget contact universal windows direct for a free in-home estimate universalwindowscentraltexas.com or call 254-301-7760 and don't forget to check out their great google and list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new
6: home effect Direct.
3: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Big uh, guest lineup today. Eric Nadell joining us at five o'clock. Uh, Fran Fraschilla at five twenty, and then both the. Uh, Golf and softball coaches for Baylor joining us in the four o'clock hour. It's going to be a lot of fun. Golf uh, came in with a huge, uh, very strong finish at the uh, oh, this uh, match play Big Twelve match play competition, and um, Zach Hefferton, in fact, went five and zero, which is just unheard of. That sounds like the uh, that sounds like the the Europeans versus the Americans in the Ryder Cup. All right, so uh, (laughs) some good stuff coming up. Aaron, it is time for our NFL Blitz live from the Baylor Club where complimentary dues, if you come in today, ask for that ESPN Central Texas or the Mosley special, October and November dues are free, uh, complimentary dues, and then an initiation fee would be given back to you double. On the Mosley uh, part of this, I mean, pretty uh, pretty amazing stuff that they they are doing here at the Baylor Club. And also I have a Nathaniel Lowe bobblehead. The man left the yard last night. This would be a great bobblehead to, to have. First person to show up here wanting the bobblehead, I will give you the Nathaniel Lowe bobblehead. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us in the NFL Blitz?
14: With linebacker Leighton Van Der Esch out four to six weeks, the Cowboys are adding some much-needed depth to their linebacker room. Michael Gelkin reporting that the Cowboys are expected to sign linebacker Rashawn Evans following a workout today. It's pending a physical, obviously. Evans was the first-round pick of the Titans in 2018. In four seasons, he had 317 tackles and three sacks while starting 50 of 59 games. The Titans didn't pick up his fifth-year option. He signed for Atlanta last year and had a career year with 159 tackles and two sacks, but wasn't signed in the offseason and has been on the Eagles practice squad this season. But he's been a pretty good player in his NFL career.
1: I am interested uh, to see the move. Obviously, it comes in the aftermath, as Aaron noted, of Van Der Esch's neck and what the Cowboys need to do there. Uh, the, the move initially will be onto the practice squad, and then we'll see where it goes uh, from there and, uh, and see if he could help out the Cowboys. My, uh, uh, my gut tells me he will be able to help out at some point, but uh, an interesting addition today for the Cowboys.
14: Taylor Swift's boyfriend might not play this week. Chiefs tied in Travis Kelsey questionable for Thursday night's game against the Broncos. He was limited in his only practice of the week, which was yesterday. And in their final injury report, listed him as questionable today. The Chiefs did as they get ready for a Thursday night matchup with Denver. They may not have their best, well, their best catch, pass catcher, their only mm-hmm. good pass catcher, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like how you introduced that story. <laughs> um. Yes, uh, we can't leave her out of any NFL story right now. Um, I mean, Aaron, when it comes to playing the Broncos, even though it is a hated division foe, does it really matter? Does it really matter? I mean, it, it's you hate not to have him, but a great team to not have him against. And he did not play in that uh, – that first game of the season, he was banged up, and they did struggle. They did lose that game, if uh, memory serves correct, 21-20. to 20. They did have a couple of other tight ends that grabbed my attention, including Aaron. Wasn't the belldozer himself uh, on that team? The former OU great, I think, is... Uh, is part of that uh, is part of that team, and and, yes. and in fact he used to be he maybe he was on the Cowboys for a little bit back in the day, but the belldozer uh, plays for Kansas City. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay against the chiefs, and that course that is Aaron's talking about the Thursday night game that is on Amazon Prime with Al Michaels and Herb Street.
14: A couple of injuries we talked about yesterday were made official today. The Dolphins placed running back Devon Achan on the IR, so he'll be out at least four weeks. The Colts did the same thing with rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson. He was placed on the IR, but the Colts are saying he could miss between four and eight games, so they do not know when he will be back from his shoulder injury. The Dolphins do expect Echan to be back after his four weeks stint on the IR. All
1: right, uh, it is the new NFL, and a few years ago it changed. Used to be, if you were on the IR um, or what do we call it now, Aaron IL, uh, the uh, that was it, man. See you later. Never see you till the uh, till the next season. And now there, you can be out for uh, you know uh, just a, just a period of time. Aaron, I like this one. Uh, speaking of, uh, we were talking about the Cowboys earlier. The NFL is mulling a fine for 49ers tight end George Kittle, who raised his uniform Sunday night to reveal a profane message about the Cowboys on his T-shirt. Now, Aaron, I I did not see this. Did you see this? Like after the game, or did, I mean, it's not like the the NBC cameras caught this T-shirt, <laughs> did they?
14: Not that I know of. Okay. Um, I did see a picture of it, a still picture afterwards. Uh Uh-huh. But I didn't see it during the game broadcast.
1: The T-shirt read F Dallas, (laughs) but it it said the real word. The league can dock players nearly $11,000 for personal messages under the 2023 fine schedule. All right. Uh, Jordan Mason's 26-yard touchdown run were the final points. In the 42 uh, 10 victory. Um, and after that <coughs> touchdown is when Kittle raised his jersey. He then said on the uh, McAfee show, the Pat McAfee show, man loves to wear uh, sleeveless shirts on TV, on Monday that he, quote, might have been mildly inspired by former 49ers linebacker Gary Plummer, who wore a similar t shirt during the 1994 NFC Championship game victory over the Cowboys. Golly, that was a long time ago. 29 years ago, 30 years ago. About 30 years ago is when that happened. Uh, Gary Plummer wearing that uh, shirt. Uh, Kittle went on to say, it's just there's some things that need to be worn for the franchise, and I think it's just coincidence that it just happened to appear. On my chest on Sunday night football. And as we said yesterday, Aaron, Micah Parsons not amused. Um, He said, Kittle's my guy. But I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. Which is what one of my Baylor professors said to me one time. Mm -hmm.
14: Senor Mosley,
1: now, you cry later. Senor Mosley, you laugh now, you cry later. After I was goofing around, I'm sure, in Baldelio Garza's class. Love Baldelio God, one of my great professors ever at Baylor. Baudelio Garza, love the man. And then I had Portuguese. All right, Aaron, how much Portuguese do you think I know? Uh, let me go ahead and tell you. <laughs> I can say hello in Portuguese. I
14: was going to say Cerro, but that's Spanish, and I doubt it's the same in Portuguese.
1: Bongia. And there bon- you go. Bongia. That's how, we, that's how you say hello in, Portu- in Portuguese. All right, it is time to move on. And uh, major, major uh, uh, performance this morning and over the past couple of days by the Baylor Men's Golf Program. Let's hear from my
6: friend and yours, Mike McGraw, next.
3: ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers.
6: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank if you have to dial 1-800 you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member fdic
21: central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin and also at cnbwaco.com
8: Choosing where to receive care after a life-changing illness or injury is an important decision for you and your loved ones. Encompass Health Rehabilitation Hospital is committed to helping their patients get back to what matters most. They are the leading provider of inpatient rehabilitation for stroke, brain injury, hip fracture, and other complex neurological and orthopedic conditions. Better rehabilitation starts here. Encompass Health Rehabilitation Hospital, Waco. Learn more at EncompassHealth.com.
0: know
16: your butcher by name, not by which overpriced grocery train they work for. You need to meet my butcher, Jaime, here at Fortson's Meat Market. Jaime the Butcher has been cutting meat for over 25 years, and he still loves it. To Jaime, cutting meat to your desire is like art. Each steak is a masterpiece that improves the look of your grill. I'm Rob Fortson from Fortson's Meat Market, a full-service meat market in Robinson, and I would love you to come by and get to know Jaime the Butcher. You'll only find him at Fortson's, where we specialize in the best Texas-raised beef, chicken and pork no hormones no fillers we also carry a great lineup of homemade sausages jerky bacon wrapped quail frog legs boudin balls and more like us on facebook to get daily updates on specials and freezer boxes and we're even open on game day monday through saturday from nine to six maybe it's time you met your new butcher at fortson's meat market just south of the circle in robinson
11: Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers, live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station.
12: Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs.
3: Road Trip!
8: Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid.
19: King of the road.
14: When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, We're not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
6: The moment you see those flashing lights, you think, This can't happen to me. I lost a girlfriend. I lost a job because I was in jail.
20: Learn about the real costs of drunk driving at facesofdrunkdriving.com. Sponsored by TextDot.
3: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: All right, we got uh, Mike McGraw, Baylor men's golf coach, uh, joining us now, and it's been a uh, been a nice uh, event for the uh, the Big Twelve match play uh, there in Hockley, Texas, and uh, they've had a they've had a big time there. And coach, great to have you as the Bears uh, make it all the way to the championship match, and uh, y'all lost to Texas, but still, uh, this was, uh, this. I mean, y'all really trounced the competition over the last couple of days, and uh, yeah, I would imagine you're feeling, uh, though you wanted to win the whole thing, got to feel pretty good overall about how, how your guys performed.
22: Well, thank you, Matt, and thanks for having me on today. Yeah, I'm very uh, pleased with the progress, especially The progress we've made in the last 12 months. We basically have the same team we had last year, and added a couple of new freshmen. But you know, we weren't competitive enough last year to have gotten to the finals. And honestly, to the very end, we still had a chance to get to a playoff with Texas. But the holes didn't go our way at the very end. So yeah, I'm very proud of these guys. They they made a lot of progress.
1: All right, and what what is it this team I mean you've always had individuals who are some pretty good match play but this group you put together one through 5 really kind of came out and, and boy TCU didn't have a chance against you UCF definitely I don't think UCF even took a point off of you um it, that, that was uh that was pretty strong what what was kind of uh Uh, going on like early in this match play competition? Did the guys just have the right mindset? And how much is it about that your guys really enjoy match play? Because not everybody does. Not all college golfers live to play match play. Some of them don't love it that much, but you seem to have some guys that really lean into this type of competition. I think they like it
22: because you you either win, lose, or tie every single hole. So you're almost always going to have some – Sort of pressure, whether it's on a get the ball up and down out of a bunker to tie the hole or make a seven-footer downhill slider to, you know, win the hole or whatever. But it's just like there's a lot of pressure. Uh, you see your teammates either across the next hole or next fairway, or in the case of this format, you actually get to play with a teammate occasionally. You know, you're not competing with him. You know, he's playing one match and you're playing another, but... You get to be around your teammates, which you never get to do in a regular competition. So it's, I think, something they, they value it. They value the experience you gain from it. We play the national championship at match play if you play well enough at the mm-hmm. end. And the beauty of it is all you have to do is beat that guy standing across the tee box from you. So you know who you're supposed to beat. You just go do it.
1: All right, and what uh, Mike McGraw with us on the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas. Coach, we are at the Baylor Club uh today and uh a lot you know how beautiful that is and so we we're having a lot of fun over here. Zach Heffernan is the third player in Baylor history to complete a 5 and 0 week at Big 12 match play. First time since Cooper Dossie did it and uh, Colin Cober in 2018 um now again some of that sometimes has to do with like what number you're playing and all of that but you still have to go out and try to dominate and beat that guy across from you to stay l- mentally locked in and and basically sweep the opponent um it doesn't matter who you who you draw from the opposing team uh mike that's a pretty big accomplishment uh, accomplishment isn't it
22: It's a great accomplishment, and, you know, uh, Colin and Cooper did that that first year we won the the, um, Big 12 match play back in 2018. Hadn't seen it since. I don't think any other player's done it at the Big 12 match play, so I think he's the first person to do it since, and it was really great. I loved watching it. You know, I think one of the most underrated statistics in the history of professional golf is Tiger Woods won, well, it's not professional golf, amateur golf. He won three straight U.S. Juniors, so that was 18 straight matches in the U.S. Junior, and he won three straight U.S. Amateurs following that, another 18 matches. No one will ever win 36 matches in a row again at any level for any reason. Well, uh, that to me is a great record, and the fact that one of your players in your team wins five in a row is really outstanding because you're either going to be off, your game's not going to be quite there, or you're going to run into a buzzsaw. But either way, it's hard to go undefeated in match play for round after round after round. So I'm really proud of Zach. He's come a long, long way.
1: All right, Trey and Luke both finish 3-2 and two for the week, and, they, and obviously they did some really good things for you. I, I, I wanted to ask you about uh, Ovard, uh, Davis Ovard, because we've been kind of excited about his arrival. I believe he's from the Frisco area up in the Metroplex, and even in this, uh, uh, that that final, I mean, it, it, you know, it's never easy for a freshman, no matter who he's kind of up against, to one of those, when he's first kind of thrown into competition with the big boys, so to speak, um, even though he had a decorated uh, junior career. Now, he took his match 17 holes before ultimately fall uh, falling two and one, To Jacob Sosa of uh, University of Texas, tell me about Davis's mindset and his approach, and and what did you what did you what were your kind of takeaways after watching him uh, compete, and kind of what kind of made you ready to put him into this kind of event? Because it's uh, you know it's 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 this is a lot for a young guy. It is,
22: but he's a very competitive kid. I think people underestimate him. He's got a quiet personality. Uh, so, he, he, you know, he belies the, uh, the competitor that's inside him. And I think um, he didn't play their number five, man, I promise you today. Uh, Jacob is not the fifth best player on the University of Texas golf team. So he played one of their better players and took him to the 17th hole. And honestly, uh, he, that match could have gone either way at the very end. And, you know, his first two matches he lost on the 18th hole, so he lost one up. He won four and three one match and then yesterday he he uh, I think he won uh, won his match one up on the last hole so mm-hmm. he, every hole basically every match he played went to the last hole shows he's a great competitor. he's a wonderful putter. I mean he's got a putting stroke to die for so uh, I think he's got a bright future ahead at Baylor and I think you know he's a little bit on the small side he's not a big kid yet. We put some weight on that kid, and I think you're going to you're going to see uh, a real force in college
1: golf. I'm trying to remember if I saw a picture of him. The weight may be coming through the hair. Does he is he kind of does he? Maybe one of the pictures I saw of him had a pretty big head of hair on him. He may have gotten a haircut here recently. Johnny used to be the guy with the hair, but he's kind of he's, gone. No, with the, he's still got that yeah. long
22: hair, and his girlfriend has actually authorized him cutting it off, but he just hadn't had the courage yet. <laughs>
1: No, we're talking about Davis. We, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, Okay, yeah, because I, uh, I just remember. Uh, I think Johnny had some at one point. That's funny. So, so Davis, uh, Davis he has did. authorization to uh, to cut. I don't know. He may find strength in it. So let's not encourage Hello? him too much. Do you have me? Okay. Yeah,
22: I got you. You could out a little bit there. But no, no, Johnny no. Did have long hair and
1: yeah. Well, in, in talking to Mike McGraw, and they are making their way back from the Houston area, um, what was that course? I, I assume this is the course that you all have been using for match play for a few years now. Is this uh, Houston Oaks, I believe? Like what, uh, what kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, obstacles or, or, or hurdles did you have to overcome on this particular course, what did it really call for? Because did, did it did it were the were the greens rolling pretty fast? What what were you up against? Well, the, the
22: green complexes are very difficult, so it, you need to get the ball in the section of the green where the flag is. It um, they weren't particularly fast this week; just a really good speed. But the golf course has huge, huge old live oaks on them on the golf course, so they're everywhere. And, you know, if you get off off the fairway, you're going to be dealing with those. Um, it's not a particularly long golf course. I think Johnny Keeper made four Eagles this week. So, you know, you can reach the par fives and two pretty easily. There's one drivable par four. Uh, but it's, it's got great par threes. I mean, really good. So it, it's a really fun golf course and a great match play golf course. And we've used it every year at the Big 12 match play.
1: All right, and uh, really nice performance as the Bears uh, uh, make it to the championship round and lose to Texas. You all won this event, I think, back in 2020. So I think this is a great sign that you were able to – what about the rest of the guys? We didn't really – we didn't really dive in on Luke and Trey talked a little bit about Kiefer with his four eagles and sounds like in some ways he kind of overpowered the course a little bit Luke is your steady Eddie type guy generally keeps it in play keeps it in the middle uh kind of a shot to shot station to station type guy uh what about Luke and Trey and the way they played in this uh, match play competition
22: well Luke uh, actually, he played very well. He he ran into a couple of really, really tough opponents that were hard to beat, didn't matter who you were. Uh, Trey played great the first three matches, really, really well. Uh, the driver kind of left him uh, for the last two matches, so it kind of got him in some trouble. If you don't drive it well, you're going to have a really hard time at that golf course. But he got us off to a great start with three easy match wins and then uh, just didn't finish as well as he'd like. But And Johnny, I think, set a record that will never be broken. He's got the most individual match victories in the Big 12 match play, but he got a COVID fifth year, so he's the only guy who's played in it five years in a row. So I don't think they'll touch Johnny's record. Plus, he actually won a lot every year. He had a great record
1: anyway, so
6: mm-hmm.
22: um, I think that's pretty pre- impressive.
1: How many total wins did he have? What's the uh, what's the number there? Do you know off the top of your head? No, I don't know
22: off the top of my okay. head, but I-, I can tell you. Uh, he was 4-1 and one this year. Yeah. Um, I think he was 4-1 and one a couple of years, two or three years. So he, he's had a great
1: career at this Big 12 match play. All right. The other teams, anybody from the University of Texas or the other teams, is there a new – I noticed one of those teams you played against, UCF, seemed to have a lot of international players. The, the, the next uh, uh, Ludwig uh, Eberg, uh, out on, did you run into anybody that has the potential – Uh, I obviously that guy played in the Ryder Cup straight from Texas Tech and uh, and looked the part and did not seem overwhelmed by it I think that's kind of a a once-in-a-lifetime type deal Um, you know and of course I think he was matched up with uh, with one of your guys from Oklahoma State obviously that uh, Victor Hovland who had an incredible run at the Ryder Cup and at Oklahoma State any as you kind of look across the conference any of those kind of future international or even american stars uh, among this this group
22: i think christian moss who plays for the university of texas is uh one of those kind of players you look at like that and then uh, santiago de la fuente who plays for the university of houston is a a really special talent um i you know the new teams cincinnati brigham young some of the new teams um I don't really know their players as well. We don't see them as often but we will going forward so but those two
1: I think are pretty really good young international players. All right, and Mike did your did your guys uh watch much of the uh the Ryder Cup. Obviously our our guys get wiped out uh and for various reasons they don't seem to do well on foreign soil. I'm sure the crowds uh, don't help that but for and, and who knows, of course the captain's gonna going to get beaten up on after they lose like that. But did your players either stay up late or record it and, and and get caught up in it? I know you probably watched a lot of it.
22: Yeah, they do. They're very interested in it. You know, they have their favorite players, whoever they may be. And uh, most of our guys, being from Texas, pretty much pull for Americans. So there, there's not a lot of pulling for Europe right there at all. So, But, no, they, they – uh, Depending on homework assignments, they will uh, stay up and watch it for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not really hard to get most college kids to stay up till 3 or 4 in the morning, especially if given a – it's almost like a homework assignment from you. Hey, stay up and watch the Ryder Cup. You're a guy that strikes me as an early-to-bed kind of guy, Mike, but I could see you – I could see you maybe uh, spending a little time uh, staying up and watching the Ryder Cup. Hey, listen, I uh, I appreciate it. Great performance by you guys, and can't wait. You got Hawaii coming up uh, soon. I know uh, y'all are headed that direction. Won't that be a lot of fun uh, later this month? So continued success. Appreciate you being on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Matt. Appreciate it. You bet. There he goes, Mike McGraw, Baylor men's golf, and a tremendous showing in that. Uh, in that Ryder Cup uh, the match play style format. And, of course, that's the Big 12 match play there at Houston Oaks. And they're making their way back from that. Always fun to have. Now, we're going to talk to Glenn Moore now. Huge event for Baylor softball tonight. I'll be out there on the scene for that. And uh, we'll talk to Coach Glenn Moore. We'll do that next.
3: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at
5: CentexSportsFan.com. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking
6: and cracks in your walls,
5: the Foundation Doctor will make
6: a house call.
0: Price of stock, two five nine four seven two 472 Saving the financing for quantified buyers only. See dealer for details. Now is the time to buy your next truck at Richard Carr GMC. Power, strength, and stunning interior. The GMC Sierra has it all. Right now, save $8,000 on Sierra. Drive off in a new Richard Carr Sierra starting at only $36,000. Plus, quantified buyers get 0.9 financing on 2023. GMC Sierra is in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now, and drive home in your new GMC Sierra today.
11: Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day thinking of ways to better serve our customers. Our special cooking technique ensures great-tasting chicken and tenders. Plus, all the sides are prepared fresh each day. We take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by a Bush's Chicken near you.
3: Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's
8: not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams and Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams and Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams and Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A plus rating on the BBB. McAdams and Sons Roofing.
0: How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As you are stepping toward a healthier lifestyle and connecting with your community and enjoying the great outdoors, don't forget to log your miles as part of the Walk Across Texas Challenge. Your logged miles will help you and your team earn prizes. If you need more information, visit waco texas.com forward slash walk waco. Get up, get moving, and let's walk across Texas together.
4: Remember, every step counts.
3: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. And uh, join now Coach Glenn Moore, Baylor softball. And uh, we've had Green and Gold Day. Um, we've had a caption contest, we've got a big dinner coming up this evening, I mean this is a fun time of year, dinner on the diamond, become a, just an annual, uh, must see for me, and, uh, Glenn Moore joins us now, Coach, is there, um, I've got everybody asking me, can we come out? Is it too late? Can we, are there any seats available out there? Could we accommodate, if, if I find some stragglers over here at the Baylor Club, could I bring some people out there that would, would be happy to spend big money on Baylor softball?
23: Wow. Uh, you know, the, the stadium holds about 1,500. We have no more seats available a good problem no more seats available in the uh in the on the dirt on the diamond uh, yeah the dinner is cold but uh if you want to come here a great speaker and whitney canyon rickenstein all american here twice and uh Mackenzie wilson who's going to mc our center fielder you're going to see a good show you're welcome to come be a part mm-hmm. from that standpoint
1: McKinzie does not mind the mic. I think she'll be good on the mic. Let her know they've, uh, they've put out some MC tryouts for the basketball games. and She may be too busy once, once that basketball starts up. Early in the season, she could make some of those games. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that, let her know about that because she does do well with the mic in her hand
23: she really does i think you're going to see her on some uh possibly uh espn i think you're going to see her on a national level one day if i can get uh maybe uh some uh, matt mosley training for her uh, mm-hmm. she's certainly gifted and talented well
1: i i mean i i'm thinking about opening kind of a training school up so i will uh i will keep that in mind but uh uh, Dinner on the diamond it is tonight, and boy, it, it does sound like it is booked at this point, but keep it in mind, folks, for the future, and Danny does a really nice job helping to kind of uh, get everything together there, your whole gang, and it, you were just talking about uh, uh, Whitney, the speaker tonight, uh, and we're, and as I talk to you, I'm looking at some, some old highlights. Um, yeah, wow, There, there it is. I mean, just kind of. And just saying good night to some hitters here. Um, what uh, what made you think last year? I really enjoyed uh, Alan Lafever out there giving some historical thoughts. But uh, what do you what do you kind of expect from your speaker tonight? And and what led you to choose her? Because
23: obviously she was a very important player in Baylor history. You know, Whitney. Yes, she was the face of our program for for many years. She was here six years, Matt. She had two years. Uh, had her medical hardship uh, one year and then uh, appealed for it again, and the NCA gave her gave her a, a six a year, believe it or not. So um, for much of my career, uh, she's been striking out batters, and uh, she was so dominant, lefty, and uh, just really good. She's been a supporter of our program in a big way and a um, you know ambassador for Baylor uh, loves the school and uh, well spoken as well, doing really well. In life, got a couple of kids, um, so uh, one of, and stays in touch with some of our coaches uh, really well, and uh, they just came up with the idea. Let's see if Whitney would be able to come back, and of course she jumped on it, and we're we're blessed to have her back here. And I think that you guys are going to enjoy hearing from her tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll be uh, it'll be good. You've thing is you've had so many legends, you have a lot to choose from. But Whitney, having spent like you said six seasons there, six years on campus uh, that was uh, that was fun and and you just got used to having her for so many years and and I think probably other teams were ready for her to move along. you know in this portal world, it is not easy to keep even your greatest players because they can go off or say they can say "Hey, I mean, just to ask the Oklahoma State coach, I saw some of his comments recently which uh, got quite a bit of backlash, but uh, the good news is, Glenn, for the most part, from what I can tell, you kind of held your group together, and everybody kind of thought, hey, loved how last season went, obviously had a huge bounce-back year, and we'd like to have a go at this. What um, What can you kind of tell us, as y'all been doing these workouts, I'm seeing some of this, some of the work on uh, on your social media, I mean, it's almost like tug-of-war that y'all are doing, um, what, what are some of the, the, I mean, being able to keep a team together in this world of the portal, Glenn, that's
23: not like cut and dry,
1: is it? It's not, you can't take that for granted.
23: No, it's uh, it's certainly a different life, a uh, different career than the one I got into. Uh, it changes daily, it seems, with the portal. And, of course, NIL, many people don't think that NIL uh, drops down as, far as uh, sports like softball but we're involved in it at every level and it's uh, you know it's changed the dynamics uh, of everything so uh, you know this is um, I, I was just talking to Whitney's Kenyon's dad just a minute ago and I mm-hmm. said you know this is uh, one of the best cultures I've ever been a part of with this team who have great leadership uh, very respectful um, great kids great student-athletes I love coming to work every day and coaching this team. And I can't say that that's always the case. The culture is is not always about the coaching. Uh, it's actually usually not about the coaching. It's usually about your leaders and about the team you have, the followers. And we just really have some great leaders in Daria Mackenzie, McKenzie uh, Wilson, uh, Shailen Govin. Uh We have some kids that are really respected and they're really great performers. And I think they've created a culture here that the other ones buy into and and, and many others that I haven't mentioned there just uh, do a great job, love to play the game. They're not caught up in uh, uh, the meaningless things that come along with sports these days to a large degree. And we didn't lose anyone, uh, very blessed because very few programs can say they did not lose one. And. Thank goodness nobody came along and through NIL and picked one off. That's illegal, but it's happening uh, on a daily basis now. Yeah, so this group is uh, really good, uh, good, good student athletes and young women, and I'm very proud of them. And honored to coach them.
1: All right, and bring us up to date on Dari, if you would. Uh, her velocity had dropped, and you were very open and candid uh, in the NCAA tournament about uh you know that you you weren't what the injury was and and uh unfortunately weren't really going to be able to uh lean on her what um what did she do after the season and is she back at full strength or where is she in 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 kind of uh her uh work to kind of get things back up to where it needs to be
23: Yeah um yeah thanks for for mentioning her we lost her toward the end and yeah certainly were able to, to, to sweep Texas with a, with a freshman and sophomore pitcher because we had Benford and Orm out. So I was very proud of the way they stepped up. But Dari had uh, surgery after the season for thoracic outlet syndrome, TOS as they call it. It's an impingement of a nerve that requires a removal of a por- portion of a rib to free up that nerve so that her head, hand will not uh, lose feeling or go dead, if you will, go to sleep. Um, and, uh, it's, it's not as evasive as it sounds. It's a more common surgery. Uh, rehab has gone well. She's, uh, on track to be back during the season. And I, I think last I, uh, heard the report is she should be, we're hoping to have her released, uh, to pitch fully somewhere in early December, late November, early December at the very latest late December.
1: Okay. That'll get, that'll make people excited. And then last year, you remember she was, uh, she was, she got rolling for you quickly and, and was a huge part of that great start that you had, uh, recruiting wise and doing all that. NIL, like you said, has changed everything. Um, from a softball standpoint, how, how have y'all done, uh, NIL wise? Um, I mean, because you have a lot of people who give to the program. It's not like it used to be. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if donors can now say, well, let me give NIL money instead of giving straight to the program. I think they can. There are various ways to do that. Um, I, I don't know if Baylor overall... You know, it was maybe uh, they're having to kind of get up to speed. Seems like things are moving in the right direction now. How is it? How has it affected softball? And do you uh, do you feel like it's moving in the right direction?
23: Well, um, that's a loaded question, and I could talk about it for quite a while. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I was never a fan of NIL, but I'm yeah. the one to make the rules. Uh, I, I. Do not think that it's a. Um, I don't think we match up with other other programs when it comes to uh, the NIL, and um, I think the large, the bigger programs, probably more of the uh, the Power Five programs, are uh, doing a lot more. For, and I don't think the school is able to do a whole lot. It comes from donors, believe it or not, and we're already squeezing our donors a whole lot. So. Um, you know, the people that are saying, hey, we got to get a better NIL program. We we need those people to step up and help our kids out if that's the way, way we're going to compete. And um, these same donors are, are giving a lot for our programs and su- sustainability in our program. We need that. But we're asking more out of them to help our athletes out now that that's uh, required to keep them around. Um, so that's where we are. We're not... Uh, we're not really in the ball game there, to be quite honest with you, uh, and and we're getting beat in on the recruiting trail by uh, some schools that are more advanced in that area. Is the best way to put it.
1: Well, that's one of the things I love having you on because you've always been very honest. You found ways to compete even in this weird uh, deal, and you all had a great year last year. But uh, uh, I think that's a, a very fair way to assess it. Uh, by the way, are you a? Uh, Remind me, are you a Rangers or Astros fan? I'm trying to think of your uh, your fandom. I'm not sure we've uh, been over that in the past. They could meet now in the ALCS. Rangers are already there waiting. Astros play the Twins tonight to advance. Where do your uh, rooting interests lie when it comes to Major League Baseball?
23: You know, I, I know that I'd love to be controversial here and get some people um, mad at me, but I, I'm not I like them both. Uh, I've been to both stadiums. I've had great times at both uh, facilities, and um, I'm going to probably have to lean a little bit more on the Rangers side. Uh, Cody Bradford, is, is, uh, his wife, played for me, and I just can't, I, you know, i got to be supportive of the, the Rangers right now and uh, more affiliations up there, I guess, if you will. I don't, again, I, I've, I like both of them. They're both Texas teams. I pull for both of them.
1: Now, wait, was she a pitcher like Cody, or what position?
23: She's an outfielder. Maddie O'Neill was her name here. And she's an outfielder for us.
1: Maddie O'Neill. All right, very cool because Cody came into that game Sunday and calmed it down. With this bullpen, honestly, even an 11 5 or 10 5 lead is certainly no sure thing. And he went three and two thirds innings, and and it was very very important to both rest a lot of players and then keep the game where it needed to be. So and and you saw later, Leclerc comes in and gives up a three run homer, and it got to eleven to eight. They end up holding on to that, but that was a uh, that was a really nice uh, performance from uh, from Cody Bradford the other night. Well, listen, I will be seeing you in just a little bit. I. Uh, as you might imagine, have gotten very dressed up. Got the collar, got some nice slacks on, am wearing some tennis shoes, got some uh, Roger Federer OCs on tonight, but uh, I- I'll be ready, okay? And uh, right. I, like, I like how the lights come on. It's a little overcast, which is no problem for us. We'll have the lights on. And the dinner, the table will be out there. A lot of times you all have, like, a good steak or potato or something like that. But uh, it's really a, a fun, fun event. So people that haven't done it, you should try to get tickets in the future. This will be a packed house out there tonight for this one. Glenn, thanks for doing this, and I'll let you get back to it.
23: See you in a little bit, Matt. Thank you so much. You bet. There he goes.
1: Glenn Moore, Baylor softball, joining us. And... Uh, I understand that. That's tough because I think they do have some very committed, great fans that give to the program. But now you're asking them to not only give to the program, but hey, give to NIL. Well, can you can you fund just the softball program? Where's the money? You know, can you? Do you have to? You know, are we putting most of our funding, NIL funding, putting it into the football team, the basketball team when Scott Drew needs a player? um what's his pool of money there i would say right now football has the biggest pool men's basketball next women's basketball and then it works down uh the good news on the baseball program here recently was that bob simpson gave a bunch of money gave about a million dollars it sounds like and so the baseball program did get some much needed dollars and got somewhere in the neighborhood of two to three million dollars came in it's a it's the wild west and um and we're learning more and more about it as we uh, as we move on. All right, it is a time for something we call Campus Confidential. That is next. Your leader in high
15: school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The Lorena Coaches Show with Kevin Johnson is brought to you by Lorena Athletic Association, Ross Insurance Agency, Triple S Sports.
16: Arena Leopards improved to three and zero in district play, five and two on the season, with a forty-eight to twenty win over McGregor. Coach, tell us about the large number of explosive
21: plays your offense had
16: during that game.
21: Yeah, no, it was uh, – we did a good job uh, offensively. I just want to give a shout-out to Braylon Henry. He uh, rushed – finally uh, broke a 1,000-yard mark for the season. That that doesn't happen without uh, that offensive line and our receivers that are out blocking for him all the time. But, uh, yeah, we were able to do that. A uh, little Blaze Smedgehammer came in and was able to run, uh, uh, run the ball well for us. And then Caden uh, Roberts did a good job finding some receivers and, and making some plays there. So uh, we – for the most part, we really uh, clicked on all cylinders uh, on Friday night. Well, the Bulldogs were playing catch-up, so they attempted 21 passes, but your defense
16: only allowed eight completions. Who stood out on the defensive side of the ball?
21: Well, I would tell you the, the person has been standing out, uh, doing it both offensively and defensively for us, but really on the defensive side is Colin Hill. In uh, the secondary uh, aspect, is really come on playing strong for us this year. And uh, he's kind of our uh, lockdown guy. We need to put him somewhere to kind of stop something. He's a guy we, we go to there. He's playing really, really well. And he had a he had an integral part in uh, uh, helping defend a lot
16: of that. Well, this week you host Rockdale, the team coming off a 29-21 to 21
21: win over Troy. What concerns do you have in taking on the Tigers? They're a skilled team. They're, uh, from what we could tell. Pretty darn big up front. And then, you know, I think think Coach Hamrick and his staff is doing a really, really good job. I think the difference I've seen in Rockdale over the last couple of years is obviously they were down 21-3 the other night and found a way to come back and get the win and uh, shut Troy down in the second half and find a way to get, uh, you know, 26 points to win that game. So they're playing really, really hard, and uh, they don't have any uh, quit in them right now. So uh, and they've got plenty of skill dudes that can uh, do some damage not careful. ESPN Central Texas.
7: Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com.
0: Play
9: ball.
24: Campus
8: Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in
3: McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, coming to you live from the Baylor Club. We're starting to gather here. Uh, Folks are coming in, big sports fans, obviously, um, ESPN Central Texas special here is the complimentary dues for October and November. The Mosley special is your, you'll get double your initiation feedback in certificates or however they want to do it um, if you sign up today. Okay, so they get they, they really do offer some great things here. And uh, J-Mo was out here, the Drake Toll Show with Cam Stewart. They were out here, the Mosley Show. And uh, we start our day at 11 a.m., of course, with uh, with uh, Ward Whites and Lark Smith on the press box. 11 to 6 every day, all live, all local. All right, it is time now for Campus Confidential. And uh, we do it every single day at this time. And, uh, Aaron, what do you have for us today?
14: The NCAA has finished its investigation of kansas men's basketball program and coach oh bill i self. bet
1: they just killed them right oh did they just, yeah I'll... did they shut the program down Does kansas even have a basketball program even anymore
14: now you may be thinking of oklahoma state who cooperated with the ncaa mm. as opposed to kansas and bill self who basically laughed and thumbed their nose at the ncaa well it worked because today's ruling the jayhawks were placed on a three-year probation they'll have to vacate their 2018 Final Four appearance and wins from that season due to an ineligible player, Silvio D'Souza, participating. The program, however, was not given a postseason ban, and self and assistant coach Kirk Townsend will face no further suspension after the self-imposed suspensions that the athletic department handed them down both last year. So another example of why you should never cooperate with the NCAA.
1: Yeah, used to, if you fell on your own sword a little bit, uh, you'd think, well, that's okay. They they basically, uh, at every turn, stonewalled the NCAA. It worked. They took last year like a four-game suspension and a four-month off the recruiting trail for Townsend, uh, the assistant coach, and Bill Self. So they had these little tiny things where they slapped their own wrist And we had been told that there were several level one infractions. This committee that came out with the ruling today only went back and took stuff away from the past. They will have to remove their banner for the 2018 trip to the final four. That has to come down and... I think they'll have to vacate a few wins, as Aaron said, and none of that amounts to anything, all right? For years in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, whether it be Duncanville, it used to be uh, Dallas-South Oak Cliff, they would uh, or Lincoln, I think, got in some trouble, and they would, oh, my gosh, Carter, they used to do that. They're going to vacate wins, Carter in football. Well, they don't care. They won all the games. They celebrated the state titles. No one cares. Who, who, is the, uh, who actually won the state title a couple of years ago when, uh, um, when Duncanville had to vacate it? Well, technically McKinney, Texas of all places. And Aaron, who was the star player on that team? None other than Baylor's phenom, uh, freshman phenom, Jacoby Walter. But nobody in, in McKinney ever threw a parade. They don't claim that state title. Right, Duncanville had to vacate it, but nobody ever cares about that thing. But uh, that is the ruling today. Basically, nothing happens to Kansas. And the team, Oklahoma State, a few years ago, that did cooperate with the NCAA, they were given a postseason ban. And basically, the lesson now becomes never, never cooperate with the NCAA.
14: We just had Baylor softball coach Glenn Moron, and he was very candid about mm-hmm. NIL, so was Kentucky football coach Mark Stoops as he publicly pleaded for more financial support for his program after the Wildcats 51-13 lost to Georgia on Saturday, putting a spotlight on the NIL difference between his team's players and those of the number one Bulldogs. He said, quote, I can promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. <laughs> You're allowed to these days, and we could use some help. That's what they look like. You know what I mean when you have 85 of them. I encourage anybody that's disgruntled to pony up some more.
1: Oh man. Um, that was kind of funny because they get beat. He's doing his coach's show and he's basically like, Hey, if you're mad, I get it. I don't understand, you know, I don't even have any body and, and Aaron, that was the same coach's show where a fan apparently called in and, and told the coach like, you know, you've only beaten two top 25 teams, or whatever the stat, the caller comes in with, and Stoops apparently on the air said, I don't think you're right. I don't think you're right about that. And uh, it turns out the fan was exactly right. It sounds,
14: it sounds like yeah. me producing.
1: That's wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what? Aaron, Aaron challenged me. No, it was. Uh, it, that was kind of funny. The, uh, uh, yeah, they, they got the call in. Uh, the Baylor coaches show, Aaron, I think – They ask questions in the form of uh, John Morris has like a card. He'll read the questions off so they can kind of edit those things. I think now more than ever, that's probably a pretty good idea. If the fans were calling into a Baylor coaches show right now, it may not be pleasant. And, of course, with the um, idle week, Dave Arenda is not on the coaches show this evening I think Scott Drew and some of our fall sports are involved tonight on the coaches show. We want you to listen to it. But, uh, yeah, Dave has, I don't know, four or five weeks off during the season on his coaches show. So, however you can draw it up, man, that's, uh, that's good work. Seems like most of those SEC coaches and, uh, you know, Sabin and the rest of them have to do their own show every single week. But uh, they do things uh, differently sometimes with different coaches. Aaron, what else do you have for us?
14: By the way, one of my least favorite memories from my broadcasting career was running the call-in show when Kevin Steele was still the head coach at Baylor. You can imagine yeah. how well that went, especially in the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, but I, I would do one of those call-ins. Like if, if, uh, if we in the future said, you know what, we're going to start taking calls again and letting folks sound off, I count me in. I would do that because I, I like to kind of – if people are worked up as they should be right now with Baylor football, that that to me is appropriate, can be somewhat entertaining. But I know, Aaron, if you were producing that, uh, that's not always easy because sometimes they'll do the triple fake on you. Like the the uh, questioner can kind of be nice, like when you're screening them, and then they get on and <laughs> get, get a little – get a little salty, but uh, man, I, I wish fans could call in. I mean, you know, if you call something a fan for them, you probably ought to have some fans calling in.
14: Replay officials made the right call on a fumble that ended up costing Miami a win against Georgia Tech last Saturday. ACC supervisor of officials, Alberto Rivera, told ESPN today the excuse me, Miami officials contend a photo showing Cheney's the ball carrier Cheney's elbow down with the football still in possession shows that the fumble call should have been overturned. When asked specifically about the photo, Riveron reiterated all proper procedures were followed during the review fo- process. He said that the referee, the replay official at the game, and officials at the ACC Game Day Operations Center in Charlotte collaborative, collaboratively reviewed the play and said there was not indisputable visual evidence to overturn
1: Okay, Aaron, I missed the very first. Is this the Miami game you're talking about?
14: Yes, and this is okay. that last play. That
1: yeah, the fateful well, that, play, yeah. where kind of a Kevin Still moment. Again, none of that happens. Oh, and there's there's evidence apparently on the sideline. Somebody said they saw one of the coaches hollering at the offensive coordinator and Cristobal, "Kneel it, kneel it!" Like, mm. like. Do what every other coach in America would do, and kneel on it and finish this game. And they just blew him right off. Just blew him off. Said, "No, we're going to run this ball here." And then, of course, they end up losing as they should. When you have that much, when you're th- that much stupidity, that's what you uh, you should do. And by the way, Aaron, we do have uh, in the uh, middle of the third inning. Uh, Atlanta has taken a one nothing lead. Over uh, the Phillies, okay, one nothing lead. We all know how that game ended the other night. Game three of this uh, of this ALDS, the uh, Braves up one nothing in the middle of the third inning.
14: One more quick note on that. Do you know the reason they gave for running that last play? Well, it wasn't the reason they gave. It's actually been speculated. Yeah, there's been no confirmation, but he needed one yard to have a hundred yard game which would be a terrible reason.
1: Any reason to run the ball game is terrible,
14: but that's a bad one.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean, at least Kevin Steele was just like, well, we were going to try to send a message early in my time here. (laughs) We were going to send a message. He did. Yeah. It was a strong message, and it was very appropriate. And, of course, not long after, the whole thing was coming. And I'll never forget being in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And – Somebody asked Kevin Steele, "Kevin, they lost twenty-three nothing to the Lobos. Where do you go from here?" And Kevin just sh- sheepishly said, "Home." <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. And some people think Baylor's back in the Kevin Steele era. I don't think so yet, but uh, but they need to change things in a hurry. Uh, with, uh, and get this thing going again during the bye week. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Thank you, Aaron. Campus Confidential. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you do. All those trucks out there, beautiful out there, McGregor, Texas. Thank you, Derek Scott. Thank you, Clay, the whole gang out there. Jim Turner Chevrolet. It is now time to talk to the radio legend himself, the voice of the Texas Rangers. Eric Nadell. joins the show next.
3: Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at syntechsportsfan.com.
21: Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com.
3: listen to the matt mosley show online at syntexsportsfan.com
13: locally owned and operated rain coffee company is your daily stop for the best in hot and iced drinks come and stay a while and enjoy rain coffee company's relaxing atmosphere plus their espresso bar Peas, Lotus energy drinks and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6:30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, one zero two one four China Spring Highway.
20: Road trip.
0: Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you specializing in 401k rollovers insurance planning and saving tax dollars through strategic planning call with financial group today at 254-723-5471 that's 254-723-5471 with financial group located in waco don't wait call today from the alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram studios this is
3: krzi waco k222 dc waco k265 dv temple espn central texas mm. Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, now we talk to Eric Nadell. And uh, Eric, uh, I mean the excitement right now and the the crowd last night. I mean you you witnessed it, even going back to two thousand ten and what that felt like. In this new ballpark, the wall of sound, you're sitting there calling the game and all of that, but uh, what was the, uh, what was that atmosphere like, and did it, did, it, did you think from a noise standpoint from what you could tell, did it far exceed the old ballpark, or what, what did it, what did it kind of feel like out there?
18: You know mo, what it really felt like to me was the very first playoff game ever played in Arlington. Uh, which was Game 3 of the Division Series in 1996. That's really what it reminded me of in terms of a a fandom that was starved for a postseason game and for the first time was getting it in a relatively new stadium. You know, the, the ballpark in Arlington opened in 94, and it was 96 when we got the first playoff game as the Rangers won their division for the first time. And that was the loudest, I think, I had ever heard a baseball park, until the moment when the Rangers clinched the pen in, in 2010 mm-hmm. uh, on A-Rod's strikeout against Neftali Feliz. Uh, last night, playing in a park with the roof closed, uh, I think it was even louder. And uh, obviously the roof has a lot to do with that, but the fans certainly did their part. They uh, They showed up and they did it in a very audible way.
1: It's, it's amazing what the team is doing right now. Do you buy into, you know, getting that those two games out there? They didn't want to have to do that. They fly right past over their home stadium and go out there to Tampa. They take care of business there and then basically kind of wipe out the Orioles after the one close game. Um, I mean, it, it's almost kind of like the anger or whatever kind of came out of that Seattle uh, it, it just they they found something, and and then the hope is in these playoff series is okay. Can you keep it going? Because we all we know how quickly these things can change in baseball. But you having kind of observed and watched a lot of these things over the years, what did you what did you take? What do you think they that that did for this team when they had to play those additional games and didn't get it done like they wanted to against Seattle?
18: I really don't know, Mo. This team has been so unpredictable <laughs> over the last couple of months. I don't know that you can logically say this happened or that happened because there's no explanation for the turn on and the turn off in the hot streaks of this team previously. Uh, you really don't know. Obviously, in hindsight, it was better for the Rangers to get to play those two days rather than sitting around. Um, you look at how some of the teams have struggled who had the buys three of the four, really, with the exception of the Astros, you know, I had to have more trouble than they were expected to have. Uh, Maybe it's better to keep playing. I don't know. In the case of the Rangers, I imagine it probably was just based on the results. You know, the Ranger offense producing the way that it produced earlier in the season, although it took a game. You know, they only scored three runs in the first game. I say only They were facing the pitcher with the third-best ERA in the league, so scoring three runs against that Orioles staff that night, you know, wasn't anything to be ashamed of. But, you know, I'm well past the point of trying to give
1: explanations for why this team plays well on a given day or on a given week. What do you make of Max Scherzer today? He was set to throw a simulated-type game, working his arm back in. I mean, I... You certainly would love to have him. You don't know exactly what state he's going to be in if he's able to to go out there. You'd love to have him. You'd love to have Gray back in there. Where do, where do you sense Scherzer is, and and do you kind of do you really think this could could happen? I mean, he certainly seems excited, and and that he could be a part of this uh, ALCS. Where do you see this thing headed?
18: Well, I fully expect he'll be on the roster for the ALCS if things go well today. You know, the Rangers don't have to set their roster until Sunday morning, I think. Mm -hmm. And based on how things go today and how he recovers in the next few days, the Rangers can make their decision. A lot is going to have to do with the actual stuff. You know, not just that he's able to throw pain free, but his stuff looks like it's going to get big hitters out. You know, and it, it pretty much looked like it the last time that Uh, he threw to some hitters. So I'd be really surprised if today it's not even better. And if that's the case, um, I would be surprised if he's not the Ranger starter uh, in either game three or game four. Um, John Gray is another case. Uh, Gray, I noticed, said yesterday that he's not sure that, you know, his wrist will be at a point where he could expect be expected to give the Rangers a lot of pitches, but he could certainly be a guy who could be very helpful as a one or two or three inning reliever. And, you know, that's something you might look forward to in the ALCS. Even if Gray doesn't come back as a starter, uh, he could come back as a power reliever. This is a guy who throws 96, 97 miles an hour with a wipeout slider. And I could see him being extremely effective as a reliever. So, you know, I would, not rule out the possibility of Scherzer being a Game 3 starter and Gray being a reliever during the ALCS. And, you know, Game 4 of the ALCS will be played next Thursday. So assuming Montgomery is going to pitch the opening game on Sunday, uh, he wouldn't have full rest on Thursday. (laughs) So the Rangers would need somebody else to start Game 4. And, you know, if Scherzer's able to go in Game 3, I would imagine Game 4 would be... Some combination of you know Dunning, Evaldi, Bradford, Perez, you know that four-headed monster, depending on who they're playing and you know what the matchups look like against specific hitters for those four pitchers.
1: You mentioned Baylor's own Cody Bradford. Well, wasn't that big Sunday that uh, he settled that game down a little bit when it was what ten to five? It was around eleven to five, three and two-thirds innings. I mean you don't in a regular season you don't think much about that with a 6-run lead in the playoffs everything's amplified and that really felt like a clutch type pitching performance knowing Baltimore was trying to climb back in there or how impressed were you with what uh, Bradford was able to do in that in that ball game
18: I've been totally impressed by the kid all season long you know he's been a yo-yo going up and down and up and down and up and down Gets a start, gets a relief appearance, gets a short relief appearance, gets a long relief appearance, and he just continues to perform well. Um, he is so poised and so calm. Um, it's been a, really, it's it's a joy to watch. It's you know, it's it's especially a thrill for me because he's one of the guys I've talked to who has said, you know, I grew up listening to you, and you know, for me to be able to call his games now and see the success that he's having. You know, as a relatively unheralded rookie on this team, it's really satisfying. He's been tremendously valuable.
1: All right. And, and Eric Nadell joining us on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Mitch Garver in that three hole. Isn't that interesting? We just kept saying, okay, is he going to be in there? Okay, Grossman. It, it, it seemed more like in Bochi, we trust kind of thing. Uh, he finally gets him in there and then he just produces immediately with the Grand Slam, then comes home, c- continues to produce, just feels like Bochi punches all the right buttons, which we can't be surprised by, Eric, because he's going for his hopefully fourth World Series, but it, it is kind of amazing how he uh, he seems to just have a feel for these things And and Garver delivered in a huge way in that series.
18: Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's the word for it. Mo, uh, well, he's got a feel for it. You know, it's sometimes it is instinct. Sometimes it is gut. You know, the manager himself, you know, told us when uh, the lineup was announced and Garver had replaced Grossman as the number three hitter for the first time, he was well aware of the fact that Grossman was the guy who hit a home run off Grayson Rodriguez back in May, and that he was pulling Grossman from the lineup for Garver. But, you know, Garver's a high-velocity hitter and Grayson Rodriguez, a high-velocity pitcher. And even more than that, though, you know, Bochy said, I have to get Garver in there. You know, it's it's a matter of dealing with human beings as well. This guy was an important part of the team for the whole season. Uh, he really picked the club up when Jonah Heim got hurt. Uh, he did a really good job outing in the 3-4-5 spot in the order. And, you know, he deserved to play. And Boach liked the idea of having the switch hitting Grossman, uh, hitting behind Corey Seeger, so there wouldn't be two lefties in a row or two righties in a row as he got down to Adolis in the fourth spot. But the time came to give Garver a chance, and again, Boach's sense of timing is just something uncanny. It's just a, it's an innate skill that I guess is developed more fully over time.
1: Corey Seager when October hit, but he was, you know, he was unbelievable this season. Remember him with the Dodgers, what he was able to do there, World Series MVP. I mean, to end up with nine walks in a, in a short series, right, the ALDS, I mean, just this whole postseason, um, his ability to either get the big hit or just get on base. He's got five walks in that one game. I mean, I, I just – I just feel like he is just in that lineup. He He's the guy that everything kind of hinges on. And, of course, if you decide to walk him like you probably should do, then Garver's there to try to make you pay, as he did. But Seager just seems to have just a huge sort of calming effect on the rest of this team in the lineup. It, it's, uh, it, I mean, I, I get we shouldn't be surprised because he's been great with another team. But, man, what he's done this year and into the postseason, it's, uh, it's pretty spectacular.
18: Yeah, and, you know, you don't want to put too much of a load on one guy. But remember, the Rangers didn't win their division largely because Corey Seager did not drive in a run on that final road trip. In seven games, he somehow managed to not drive in a run. And, you know, the Ranger offense didn't produce the way it had been producing. Uh, It was the first time all year Seager went through anything resembling a little slump. And as soon as he came out of it, here come the runs again. You know, not just from Corey, but from everybody else. You know, clearly he is the guy who by himself can, you know, be the catalyst to this team scoring a ton of runs, whether it's driving it in himself or getting the walks and being on base constantly. You know, the nine walks in a three game series, that, that really is. That's Barry Bonds-type stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, He's actually elevated his game this year to that level. When you look at 33 home runs, basically in three quarters of a season, and then when you apply the numbers to Globe Life Field, where he's been much better than he's been on the road, it's truly staggering what he's done. Um, He's played here, I think, 145 games now, including the playoff games he played with the Dodgers. He's hit 54 home runs here. In 145 games, it's, you know, it's absolutely, you
1: know, superstar-type numbers. Well, it's interesting to hear the Rangers now. Vegas has them favored to win the World Series. I mean, we didn't think that even like a week or a week and a half ago. Uh, do you find yourself wanting now the, the Astros series? Do you not really care either way? Um, and, and what do you think? I mean, if it's the Astros – when last seen, that, that one series it looked like the season was over. As we remember, they wiped out the Rangers. The games were not competitive. Uh, obviously, this is a much different Rangers team. But that's a, uh, I mean, it's a very formidable ball club. What do you, as you kind of look ahead here, do you find yourself wanting that matchup that everybody's kind of coveting and wanting right now?
18: I honestly don't care. Um, <laughs> I think the fans want it. And if the fans want it, then I'm all for it. Um, I think the Rangers would have an easier time with Minnesota. Um, I just think the Astros' experience is such a big factor in series like that. And the memory of those three games is still a little too (laughs) fresh in my mind. Those three games where the Astros scored double figures in each game. Um, But the fans seem to want the Ranger-Astros series. And if that's what they want, then... uh, But let's bring it on, and the intensity will be beyond anything that I think we've ever experienced for a baseball game here. The uh, Rangers-Yankees ALCS was awfully intense in 2010 when the Rangers were trying to get to the World Series for the first time. But I think a Ranger-Astro ALCS is going to outdo that.
1: Well, Eric, it's been a pleasure to get to listen to you call postseason baseball. I know there were moments this year early you were wondering, hey, am I going to get this opportunity again? And, you, boy, you battled, and you're right back in the middle of this thing. So just know how much we love getting to listen to you uh, on ESPN Central Texas, as you call these games. Really appreciate you doing this today.
18: Thanks, I'm I'm so grateful to be able to do this. You know, I feel so blessed that I'm getting the opportunity. You know, I'm so thankful to my you know, brilliant partners, Matt Hicks and Jared Sandler, for the fantastic job that they do, that they did while I was out,
1: and that they continue to do.
18: It really is a joy to work with those two guys every day.
1: All right, I I complimented Jared on his uh, three up and three down rain uh, rain de- you know rain delay theater you know coming up with things on the fly like that. Okay, so we complimented your your Trojan buddy uh, Jared Sandler for that for that. You know
18: he's also responsible for uh, uncovering this whole Creed deal that's going on right now.
6: <laughs> you know in an
18: interview that he had with Andrew Heaney. Um, had it not been for that interview, this whole Creed sing along thing might never have happened.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I know your musical taste. I would think Creed probably didn't play a huge role in that, but uh, it's kind of like you were just talking about. If Rangers fans and if the Rangers players are excited about Creed, I bet you're excited about Creed.
18: I am. I am. It was so cool last night to hear everybody singing, You know, see the lyrics <laughs> up on the giant video board, and everybody having fun taking part. I think that's something that's going to grow, and it's going to get bigger and more popular each game.
1: Yeah, Chuck Morgan is Nashville Roots, probably not known for Creed, but he's embraced it as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great to visit with you. Thank you, Eric. Anytime, Mo. Thanks for having me. You bet. There he goes, Eric Nadel, the legendary voice of the Texas Rangers. And uh, now we talk to another legend, Fran Fraschilla has been in town hanging out with the Baylor basketball team. What what were his main takeaways? And what was the, what was the illustration that he had that has the Baylor coaching staff talking? That is next. It's an open
10: date for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears coming up this Saturday. Then back in action Saturday, October 21st, taking on Big 12 newcomer Cincinnati in the Queen City.
7: Join John, JJ, and Ricky from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati for all the play-by-play of the Bears and the Bearcats right here on ESPN Central Texas.
12: You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They're also an official Purina dealer featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all of your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to find deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway,
0: and at ChinaspringCountryStore.com.
8: Need help cleaning your home? Call English Maids. They can help you clean up from summer or get you ready for the holiday guest. Their locally owned and operated team, led by Kay and Lauren English, is dedicated to providing professional, punctual, and quality cleaning services. Their maids have had extensive training and are nationally screened and bonded. When you choose English Maids, you're choosing trust and superior service. Call them today at 254-235-6373 or visit englishmaids.biz for a free estimate. You'll always receive quality service from people you can
3: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
0: How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As you're stepping toward a healthier lifestyle and connecting with your community and enjoying the great outdoors, don't forget to log your miles as part of the Walk Across Texas Challenge. Your logged miles will help you and your team earn prizes. If you need more information, visit waco-texas.com forward slash Walk Waco. Get up, get moving, and let's walk across Texas together. Remember, every step counts. Dust off your boots, Waco, and come to the one and only Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo presented by H-E-B at the Extra Co Event Center. The fair fun begins October 5th through the 15th, and this year's One Hot Rodeo presented by AIP Energy will have some of the bravest cowboys and cowgirls we've ever seen. Professional bull riding, calf roping, barrel racing, mutton-busting buckaroos, and much more. Gear up for the routiest rodeo in town. Get your tickets at hotfair.com today. We'll see you there.
16: They have your favorite team's gear at Barefoot Campus Outfitter. New items arrive daily and include Central Texas's largest selection of polos, caps, tees, sweatshirts, and novelty items. Show your Baylor pride with Barefoot Campus Outfitter. 1508 Spate Avenue, Waco, just off I-35. You can shop online at barefootcampusoutfitter.com. Free shipping for orders over $50, because every day is game day
3: now back to the matt mosley show on espn central texas
1: it is matt mosley the matt mosley show espn central texas fran Fraschilla joining us now it's not even basketball season i mean we usually don't try to bother fran until it's uh, even in conference but fran I got word you were in town, well, the coaches were buzzing, the players were buzzing, and now you're headed out toward Lubbock to go see Grant McCaslin's Red Raiders, at least I assume that is the case. Have you made it to Abilene, Texas yet, where you were planning to, to make a stop? Uh, you know
25: what? If the, if the cracker barrel comes up before the end of the interview, the interview is over. So, uh, <laughs> we, we should be okay. I'm timing it perfectly, Moe's. Yes. Uh, Waco yesterday, by the way, Austin yesterday morning.
24: Ooh. Houston,
25: Houston on Monday, Fort Worth and TCU today, and I will be in Lubbock probably by nine o'clock tonight. After I finish my chicken fried chicken and banana pudding at uh,
1: Cracker Barrel. Do you ever do any Cracker Barrel shopping? You know, they always have that little shopping area. Have you ever purchased (laughs) anything from one of those at a Cracker Barrel?
25: It's it's impossible. You cannot walk into that dining room and not stop and get some milk duds or... Something of the light. So, yes, I have done some shopping. I have. Full disclosure. Can, get... <laughs> <of Crozier. laughs>
1: Can you give us a lean on Trey Johnson the coveted 2024 Ooh. player he's apparently down to and we, those of us insiders like the two of us yeah. knew that it was down to Baylor in Texas for like what the last couple of months all right yesterday everybody's yeah. reporting that breathlessly it's down to Baylor in Texas well we we knew yeah. that right but um do you <laughs> Is it really a fifty-fifty type proposition? This is a major 2024 player. Some would say he's the best. Some say he's at least top three in that class. Yeah. Uh, do you have a feel for it, or do you think it's still really up in the air? I, I don't. I don't have a good feel. I was 20 feet away from the young man
25: up in Colorado Springs this weekend as they had the uh, USA Basketball Junior. National team combine, the best uh, 24s, 25s, and 26s. He did not participate. Um, maybe a minor injury; didn't look serious. But I do not have a—I don't have any inside intel. I didn't even really ask about it, to be honest. Yeah. But he's a tremendous talent. I have seen him play, and obviously, he's got some Baylor roots in the family, I believe. Right? And there—the dad, a Baylor bad dad, of course. I have met the young man before, but no, I don't. But, uh, yeah, 50-50, I think, you know, I would not put anything past Scott Drew coming up with another Jacoby Walter or Keontae George. Let's put it that way.
1: Boy, Keontae's doing some good things, isn't he, already with Utah. And uh, if not for that injury he had last year, probably would have continued putting up great numbers. You seem to come away with a feel after being with that Baylor team that this may be a deeper and better team than last season's team, which was great on offense, not up to speed or up to par yeah. on defense. Uh, this was not a very good defensive team at all, especially up to Scott Drew's standards uh, in recent yes. years. What What was your biggest takeaway, other than you think this team uh, perhaps could go deeper than last year's team?
25: Yeah, they've got six guards I like. Uh, they, they're, they really, I don't, I don't know if it's uh, certainly the, uh, the, the the national championship team and a couple other Baylor teams were real juggernauts. I'm not sure if this is a juggernaut just yet, but there's a lot of talent there. I've seen, I've seen five Big Twelve teams already, and quite frankly, they're all in the same mix. They're all top twenty teams: uh, Kansas, Baylor, Texas, Texas, TCU, and Houston. And uh, I like this Baylor team. They they do have six guards. You know, each of them is a little bit different, has some different strengths. I think the most complete of the group is Kobe Walter, the freshman. So that should both excite Baylor fans and also they probably have come to a realization that if he's as good as advertised, he's only going to be around one year. But he's very talented. Uh, Miro Little is very poised. He's going to contribute quite a bit as a freshman. Really like him. Certainly uh, the transfer guards. Uh, uh, Nunn is an athlete, and Ray J is a scorer. Uh, D'Antoine Grimes is improved. Uh, I like him, and Langston Love is, uh, you know, built like a linebacker and will play with a lot of toughness. So that's the backcourt. Um, the three up front <laughs> youngsters from the continent of Africa, Uh you know, obviously, Chama Chachua, uh, Everyday John, and Ojanwuna o- o- and uh, Misi are all really talented. And then you throw Caleb Lohner, who plays with toughness, and Jalen Bridges. It's, it's a deep team. I think Jalen Bridges, most could be a real key for this team. Because the last time many Baylor fans saw him play, uh, at least one of the last times, was that incredible game in the Big 12 tournament. I think he was 7 of 8 from 3 or maybe 8 of 9. I can't remember. But uh, if he plays to a level where he's, like, consistent from the outside, given his toughness and hustle, I think he's a key factor for this team. There you go, man. Two minutes, I'm out of breath, and I've given you the rundown.
1: <laughs> I hope you're not in that Cracker Barrel parking lot just quite yet. You could probably see it <laughs> off in the distance. Uh, uh, the, uh, that Eve uh, Missy... Boy, he—he, he, yes. that's fascinating to me. Uh, shot blocker, rim runner, and he reclassified uh, to to play this year. Uh, you know, and be a freshman. And I, I'm get, getting vibes that this guy could be one of the top centers in the Big Twelve. Am I putting too much on him, or does he have that kind of capability?
25: Well, he does have that capability, and you are putting too much on him. both. Um, I think that we're going to see at times a three-headed monster at the five spot. We will see every day John playing some four. Um, I do love his potential. You know, I got a little inside information here because my son, Matt, uh, who's very close with the Baylor staff, by the way, played at Harvard with Eve's older brother, Steve. (laughs) So we've known about Eve's for a while. I will tell you he's got tremendous potential. I think Josh one has really improved, uh, from what I saw at the end of last year. Keep in mind, Moe's, that Big Josh played way more in the first half of the year than anybody expected him because every day John was out. And when John came back somewhat unexpectedly, it, it took the shine away from Josh, uh, because he didn't get as many minutes as, as he had early. And John looks good. He's lost weight, as you probably know. Mm -hmm. And so I I just think there's a three-headed monster working there that each of those guys is going to be a major contributor at times this season.
1: All right. Fran Fraschilla joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. uh, John Jakus, my good friend, said you had yesterday a three-player illustration. He called it elite. He really liked what you brought. (laughs) With your three-player illustration, Uh, can you share that with my audience? I mean, John was uh, John is a guy. He likes the media. He does not like to be on social media. But I think John (laughs) likes different people in the media. Thank goodness he likes me. He certainly likes you. But tell me about the (laughs) three-player illustration. What was that? Sure.
25: Well, you know, I'm I'm here to educate you, Mose. You know, make you a little smarter. Uh, I always say there's three categories of players. Group one, those that know, and very few players fall into that category. You know, maybe the elite in the NBA, the Chris Pauls, the KDs, the LeBrons, people who not only are great players, but they just know. They understand. They understand how to play. They understand what the coach is about. They just know. Group two is those that don't know, and that's the vast majority of players. When you coach in high school or college, you're really, doing, you're really dealing with group two. And a lot of young NBA players, by the way, are in group two. They don't know, which is okay, because that's why we coach.
15: Mm-hmm. We
25: coach those guys that don't know. And someday a lot of those guys will get to category one. But the group you cannot coach is group three. Those that don't know, they don't know because they think they know. And when you think you know, you think you know it all. And uh, you're not willing to be coached because you think you know more than the coach. So I don't think Baylor, I check with the staff, nobody on the roster is in group three. Just about everybody's in group two, which means they're very coachable. And
1: -hmm. there's a lot of
25: potential for improvement over the course of the season. How did I do? Is that clear? I
1: I like that. Have you ever met somebody in media that's in category three? Okay, don't answer that.
25: Oh oh yeah, I I, I particularly, you know, they seem to pop up when I was coaching.
1: You
25: know, now now, now that I'm a card-carrying member of the media, it happens less. When I was coaching, I thought there were a lot of guys in group three. I really did.
1: I like that. Now, so if Baylor is to make a Sweet 16 run, yep. what what has to happen? Like, what? Obviously, it didn't come together last year. They they obvi- right. they don't play well usually in the Big 12 tournament. That doesn't seem yeah. to be a huge deal with Scott. But then they get knocked out in uh, in that what second round of the tournament. Right. But if they are to yep. break through. And be like a Gonzaga who does this every year, right? I mean, to me, Fran, that's one of the great things about Mark Few. You can, you can hold it against him and he's never won a title. I get that. But the fact that they always make the Sweet 16 almost trumps. It doesn't quite trump a national title, but it dang near trumps because he does it every single year. And I, and I'm just wondering in your mind, what does Baylor have, what has to happen with this roster? for them to make return to the Sweet 16?
25: Well, I, I do think it helps if the three freshmen, uh, Yves, Missy up front, two freshman guards, if they mature over the course of the next four months, that certainly helps Baylor. Um, but overall, I would say chemistry. And I didn't think last year's team, that there wasn't a, to my, to my knowledge, there wasn't a young man on that roster that you didn't think had high character. They all seemed to be really good young men. But sometimes, Mo's, you know, the pieces just don't fit the way you think they would. And with with L.J. Cryer, a scorer, with Adam more of a scorer than a point guard, with Keontae, uh, George, an outstanding freshman, you know, I thought... It just didn't fit the way. And, and the defense, which you mentioned earlier, I don't think the fit was the way the fit was with some of those recent teams, especially in the backcourt and especially the national championship team. So, again, nothing against any of those young men. They're good guys, really good guys, great guys. But I just think this team needs to check every ego at the door. Everybody understands they got a, a certain strength, and and they're going to be all role players, really. You know, great teams have a ton of role players. And I think they've got 11 guys on this roster that have roles. And if everybody accepts their role, I think this is a team that can be a sweet 16 team. And a very dangerous team in the tournament. Because um, the talent is there. There's enough experience. And then there's enough terrific young talent in that freshman class. So chemistry is the issue. And again, not have anything to do with character, but more just how does every piece, how does every piece fit together?
1: All right. And Jacoby Walter is that is that like legit? When you see he could be number three in the draft, is that I mean, is that seem a little too high to you, or is that does that seem not is that seem within the realm of a well, possibility?
25: Yeah, I think I think you got to keep in mind that maybe unlike Keontae, where they just, you know, really had to count on him last year. You know, I, I, Jacoby has tremendous long-term potential. I think he's a better defensive player than Keontae was at the same stage. Um, there's a lot of offensive weapons there. I think Keontae handles the ball a little bit more like a point guard, which we're kind of seeing right now in the early returns in the NBA. Uh-huh. I did see that last year. I did. Um But I also think that Jacoby, when I look at him, I say I can't wait to see him when he's 24 or 25, not not right away. Does he go in the top five? It could happen. But I also see that his long-term future is really, really bright and maybe not right away, even if he gets drafted high.
1: All right. Uh, Fran, did you get to look over at the Foster Pavilion when you were in town, did you take a peek over there? I know you are in Austin. You've seen Moody. You've now called games at Moody. Foster yep. Pavilion. Have you put on the hard hat yet and peeked in, or you, do you kind of want it to be all the way finished before you uh, you like to see the finished product?
25: Yeah, I like, I'm a finished product guy. You know, I don't like, I don't yeah. like to see how the sausage is made. You know, Mo's. <laughs> I uh, you know, But, uh, no, you know, quite, quite frankly, can I be, I'm going to be honest with you, Moe's, okay? I'm, yeah. You know, I, I love. Don't you love when someone says, "Let me be honest with you." Yeah,
1: yeah. You know,
25: it means that I haven't been honest to this point. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I uh, honestly, I went out the back door of Feral to get the shortcut to 35, and I did not go down uni- University. Uh So I did not see. Yeah. You know wh- where the where the building is. I where, now that you reminded me of, I certainly would have, but I, I scrammed out the back way onto I 35. Um, you know, didn't even get to the uh, to the, my to my bakery. What's my bakery uh, from Corsicana? Oh, Collins Street we, Bakery. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even get to Collins Street. I just got back out on the highway and came up to Fort Worth last night. So yeah, uh, I have not seen Fossil Pavilion. I can't wait to see it in
1: January. All right, have you ever been to the State Fair of Texas? By the way. You know,
25: let me. Who are you talking to, man? (laughs) Uh,
1: Can I tell you something?
25: See, you think I'm some Italian guy from New York? (laughs) My wife, my wife's family, has not missed a state fair of Texas since
15: Mm. since
25: '88, and I'm not talking about 1988. Okay, I'm talking about
15: 1888.
25: (laughs) So you you know the lovely Meg, Rochella. Yeah, and she will be at the state fair next week. I will not be able to make it, but yeah. yes, I have, and yes, I do miss my corny dog this year. I'm dreading that.
1: All right, man, we'll, we'll get together at Tupanamba. You know your next run through the Metroplex. Holler at me. Our buddy John okay. will be up there with his wife Janet. Will be she'll <laughs> be giving us some feedback on some different things. And John will be asking her to to uh, to. <laughs> to, to think about not right. sharing some of those things but uh great to visit with you uh good tra- until mccaslin we said yeah. hey i mean i'm tired of populating the entire conference with coaches i mean we gave uh, kansas state tang uh yeah. mccaslin is now at tech i mean are they going to come after jacus next i mean i my gosh yeah. i mean i would i wish they would find their own coaches at some point
25: well jacus is just- Jakus is ready to be a head coach. As is Alvin Brooks, and uh, don't forget our guy Paul Mills, who I think will do a great job at Wichita. Who knows where in the Big Twelve he could end up next next uh, time he you know has success. So, in uh, that cool? You and I have lived through twenty one incredible years of the Scott Drew, Drew Scott Drew family tree, and uh, pretty pretty. Pretty fun. The only thing about that is I'm 21 years older than when I started at ESPN.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. You don't really look it, okay? You've you've found the way the uh, to to dial it back there. But uh, uh, well, hey, listen, be safe travels. Great to visit you. with you. Appreciate all the insight. I'll talk to you soon.
25: You will catch up with me soon, Mose. All the best.
1: You bet. There he goes, Fran Frashilla. On the uh, Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Biggest takeaways there, Aaron, before we get ready to get to uh, the dismount here from the Baylor Club. Um, interesting. I, I certainly he thinks Jac- Jacoby Walter could be a top five pick in the NBA draft, but he thinks He's really going to come into his own when he's 24 or 25. What I did not hear is like Keontae was obviously the freshman of the year. I'm not certain he thinks that for Jacoby, although he does think Jacoby's ahead of Keontae at this time uh, as a defender. But that's interesting what he said, 11 different role players on this team, six legit guards, and then the three-headed monster Um, uh, the big men. It's a deep, it's going to be a deep Baylor team and a team that despite some worry, because the NIL did not look promising, the portal, the Bears were were kind of out there in the wilderness for a little bit. And then here comes Ray J. And then comes Jaden Nunn. And then the reclassification of Eve Missy ends up putting the Bears in a better situation. All right. Um, It is time for the dismount. we got to say goodnight. That is next.
3: Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas.
15: The Axtell Coaches Show with Craig Horn is brought to you by Triple S Sports.
9: Coach Horn had responsibilities at the district track meet this morning, so he wasn't available. But I'm Stephen Simcox here to give you a recap of what happened in Axtell's last game. They defeat Rio Vista. 62 to nothing. The Longhorns are still undefeated on the season. Uh, Levi Leathers, their quarterback, had a big game. He hooked up with Colden Horn, their leading wide receiver, a few times for touchdowns. Horn was also effective on the ground. And then Tyson Mitchell had 205 rushing yards and 10 yards per carry. Very explosive night for Axel on offense. They also forced a couple turnovers on defense and really left no doubt against a uh, struggling Rio Vista team. On Friday night, Axel's now seven and zero on the season, three and zero in district. Um, their next opponent will be the Italy uh, Gladiators, and they play that game on Friday night. Uh, and then they get a bye week after that. So Axel looks to move to eight and zero this Friday. We'll catch up with Coach Horn again next week. This is ESPN Central Texas.
7: ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball.
19: Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing
8: easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige
3: Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com. Attention Baylor alumni
24: near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlyonfoundation.com.
4: We all know high school football is huge in Texas. What else is huge is our selection of new Chevrolets and certified pre-owned vehicles at Chevy of West, home of Silverado City. And when you find new roads to Chevy of West, our award-winning team is here to help you find the perfect new Chevy, all with a free lifetime powertrain warranty for our starting lineup of new Chevys and big savings, too. Please visit ChevyofWest.com.
3: It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Well, it is time for the dismount. We got to say good night. Want to catch you up, up on this game? Uh, Phillies are uh, up over the Braves, and we are in the fifth inning. And Phillies have taken a six-one, a commanding lead in the top of the fifth one on for the Braves as they try to climb back in this thing but uh, this would give the Phillies a 2-1 lead and uh, boy just a reminder how nice it is for the old Rangers to have one free straight be sitting there of course by then we'll have the rest versus rust argument did they get rusty sitting at home waiting for Sunday's game Sunday's matchup we had Eric Nadel, the legendary voice of the Rangers, on earlier in this hour. And uh, he had some, uh, uh, you know, he he certainly thinks the way they would set it up is maybe go with Montgomery in game one. But he thinks for game uh, three or game four that Scherzer might be ready. And if he has the stuff, if they feel like Scherzer's got his best stuff ready to go, he would be ready for game three. Ivaldi could be ready for game Two, and that was interesting. What he said about uh, if you look at the way Thursday sets up, you would not have Montgomery coming back on full rest, and so that'll be kind of interesting to watch. Uh, thanks to the Baylor Club. Remember, come up here. You still have time. ESPN Central Texas Special, the Mosley Special, complimentary dues, October and November. Oh, man, they got the queso out there, the complimentary queso. The bar's open, happy hour, everything's happening. You get your initiation fee given back in certificates. Okay, thank you, Aaron. Great job. Been a lot of fun today, 12 to 6. We did it right today. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody.
3: It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now is the voice of the Bears, John Morris. everybody. It's time for a check of
10: Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll check in in Lubbock here from Tech head football coach Joey McGuire, obviously pleased about coming back to Waco and going home with a victory. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Come see why Green Eye Associates is voted best in Waco year after year. Enjoy exceptional service and care from Dr. Leanne Green alongside her dedicated optometrist and staff. Receive trustworthy insights on your eye health. Enjoy the impressive variety of contacts and eyewear. And work with the most experienced optical team in Waco. Don't miss the news. State-